Alright, so we are being told to let's go, so let's go. Sounds good to me. Does it sound good to you? I mean, I could probably think of something funnier than what you're doing right now, but sure. Hashtag fun the nonsense. Hashtag fun the nonsense. Let's go! What's going on, everybody? We are the Cinefanatics. Welcome to... The tagline, the show where the tagline is the title. Huh, go figure. That's absolutely amazing. I didn't know it would come out that way, but anyways, we are live. It is Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Central Time. I am Robert Adams. And I am not impressed. Ah, I'm wishing to be impressed. Yeah, we've been doing this for 12 weeks now. Yes, 12 weeks. That's three months. It's amazing. When you put a number on your uh, your episode, it yeah. keeps track of how many weeks you've been doing this mm-hmm. if you do it once a week. I'm very glad to have done that. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we've been doing this for 12 weeks, and somehow every week we are still surprised that the tagline of our show is the tagline is the title of the show, which the title of the show is the tagline. So, wow. Yeah. Every week, still surprised about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how is everyone doing this week? Uh, it's been a fun-filled week. There's been a whole lot of nothing yeah, it's been going on. One week since we did this show. Yeah. Birchmont Stadium, home of the Robbie or Robert Adams. Anyways, wonderful. I have to claim it because my my name is in that song technically. I'm trying to bring something up here because Brandon Buckingham, the only one in our chat right now, the lovely Brandon Buckingham. Hates Whataburger, but he just joined our Patreon. So hey, you know, y- you can't you can't fault him for the Whataburger stuff when he's giving us money. No, not at all. <laughs> so thank you, Mr. Buckingham, for joining our Patreon. Why can't I switch this? Forget it. He's on the Patreon apparently. I can't load it up for some reason. Anyways, if you too also want to be on the Patreon, I don't know why I keep looking at the monitor. If I- you also would like to be on the Patreon. I don't either, but you know what? It's right there. Patreon.com slash Cinefanatics. In our rush to get this started, I don't think we focused me up. I think it looks good. Well, jump in there real quick. We're going to do it live. We're going to do it live. You don't think it looks Jump in there real quick. We're going to do it live. Ooh, cat. This This is me looking normal. Hopefully. And... I think you're going in the wrong direction. Hey, Lisa, the party's here, though. All right, we're good. Okay, sure. Cool. All right. That was was live. So a little behind the scenes. Sometimes you have to focus your camera when you forget to do it before you hit go live. So we got Late to the Party and AJ Lancaster. Thank you all for joining us. Late to the Party says you're in focus. You're in focus. I don't know. His face is still kind of focus. Well, if I lean forward, I'm not. Yeah. Focus. No. <laughs> what? That's that's just Star Wars. That's just weird. Hammer. Which is weird because um, this feels like one of the first weeks ever that there's not like a Star Wars piece of news in relation to what we usually talk about movie wise. I know there's for the most part stuff yeah. with Mandalorian still going on with Timothy OnlyFans out yeah. there. Timothy Elephant. Timothy OnlyFans. Yeah. I don't. Don't worry about it. No, I get his name. Do you? Yeah, you and get it's the joke, a, though? It, it's a play off the Twitter OnlyFans account. Keep talking. 
No. <laughs> Anyways, if you have any questions, like wanting to ah. actually test my OnlyFans knowledge, feel free to drop into Streamlabs. The the address is above his head. It's also down in the it's, chat. It, it's funny when you don't know things and I make and you look like a fool. Also, you could do the super chat. Uh, we prefer the Streamlabs, but yep. if you would like to do the super chat, if that's more comfortable for you, feel free to do the super chat. It's in the chat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Wait till the party. That, that's, try filming for three hours with your camera badly out of focus and not noticing until it's time to edit. Yeah. That's also like one of the things I was most afraid of uh, as I do vlogs whenever those start back up, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, at some point they will. Uh, but whenever we've like gone out, say we're at VidCon, we're in Anaheim, we are at an event, we're doing something special. It's going to be, we're here, we're doing it. And once we're gone, that's it. And one of the things I'm always afraid of is, hey, I hope everything looks good while I'm filming myself. It's so hard to tell sometimes, but, you know, you just got to go with it. And That's one of the, like, you have a very serious moment with the camera. You're, like, really connecting. You feel really inspired. And there's a piece of something right in your teeth right there the whole time. You're like, mm. yeah, pretty much. Um, so, a lot has changed in a week. Well, <laughs> back, back to Anaheim. Let's refilm yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. A lot has changed in a week, and uh, you last week had already had your ears lowered. Uh, that, for you youngins out there, that's a term for getting your hair cut. Me, Ooh. I got my my ears lowered this last week. Which, if you're paying attention and saw our uh, our Schmodown reaction, you saw that in the Schmodown reaction. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch the Real Rejects versus the Pride that Shmodan reaction, yes, you noticed that I already got the haircut. Or if you watched that fantastic uh, random live stream that I did with C2A last night where we uh, – <laughs> After I already went to bed. We reacted to the reactors reacting to the Family versus Shazam match before Spectacular. Which also includes uh, Late to the Party. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so Memories. For, first of all, big shout-out to Late to the Party for that – picture so the this whole the image of the uh, of like all the reactors from being at nerd chronic that eric jake rodriguez's tweeted. house that jake tweeted yeah that went up last night and late to the party singled out the one little side of it with them in it saying like we're showdown competitors hanging out with the press uh. and then also noticing the cine fanatics look like they're getting ready to uh, record a christian rock album both me and my brother you have to go on twitter uh, you can go uh cine fanatics mlp we're tied to that but both me and my brother are sitting there, like with our heads down, our hands crossed, and it just—it looks like we're about to like sit here and start singing worship praises we're, or something. We're literally about to start rapping for Jesus. <laughs> That's what it looks. I've been laughing at that all day. That was hilarious. Bars for the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it turns out to be. <laughs> I loved that. Let me spit some holy fire. Ooh. Anyway, that's that's funny. <laughs> some holy fire. This mic's about to be hotter than that bush. That was burning. Oh, gosh. Okay. Read your Bible, kids. Here's the thing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Here's where the joke is at. <laughs> if, if you're keeping it here or lower, don't do it. Well, Gotta, yeah. That'll be that joke. I, I realized as that was coming out that you really can't do a burning bush joke no. nowadays. It means oh, something completely different. Gosh. <laughs> we just went to the other end of the spectrum on that one. Way to go. Oh, that was some weird Hannah right there. Um. So, what else is happening this week? Anyway, yeah, um, all sorts of stuff. So we've got a couple news stories. We'll do uh, your other segment that you want to do because we got a couple things to talk Ooh, about yeah. there. 
Uh, we'll do some new stories. Then we are definitely going to talk about some stuff that's going down in the Schmodown. You've got you've got those tournaments starting. You've got people firing insults at each other over the internet, which is so much fun. Yeah. And all sorts of stuff to talk about there. Then we'll take some questions at the end. Anybody has some questions? Uh, that sounds like how our show normally works. That's how our show normally works. That's uh, that's what I'm explaining right now. Um, oh. So. Yeah. Uh, We'll, uh, we'll let you know towards the end. Get some questions ready through the uh, Super Chat Streamlabs, all that. And speaking of one right there, look at that transition. Yeah. Tyler just sent in a Super Chat, said, at least you can churn out content during this. I got to wait two weeks when I was hoping to start back up on Monday. I miss it so, and I saw that, Chris. Nice. What did you do? I, have, I can't. I don't know. I don't know what I did. Okay. Uh, anyways, thank you, Tyler, for Send in another Super, super chat. chat and let me know what I did. Yeah. Way so to play just, that one. I'm just kidding. Just put it in the chat. Hashtag fun the nonsense. Just just put it in the chat. Don't super chat. Uh, so uh, one thing I want to touch upon real quick is uh, going back to talking about the Patreon. Uh, we are going to be doing our first Patreon watch along. Oh, and yeah. I think originally we were going to like set up like a list of movies and have our patrons uh, choose from like a poll yeah. of what should be our watch along. I think for this first one from – what we were talking about, I think this first one, we're just going to pick a movie between the two of us. I'm looking for something fun, easily relatable that most people are going to be able to easily see. As we uh, as we get more patrons over time, we'll we'll start pumping them out in polls and then letting more people decide. But when we only have like two or three people deciding, it's it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to put up a poll when we could just knock out the uh, the watch along real quick. So anyway, so we got a couple ideas of what movies we want to do. Um, I think we're gonna actually finalize what movie we want to do and we're probably going to be doing that watch along i would say probably sometime within the next week or so i know we want to get it pumped out pretty quickly because uh, it's we were talking about doing it on saturday but um depending on my work schedule the, and the, the, your work schedule the ideal thing is that we do it as like a live stream so anybody who wants to jump in and watch the movie with us can again i know that we only have just a select amount of patrons who are even at that tier level Mm -hmm. to do so so i believe that's the ten dollar level yeah that's so a, that's not the ten dollar level it's the avengers level so i'm uh, uh, just to give you all some insight i'm wanting to pick a movie that like we we may have like some personal connections to it's a movie that we very much enjoy something that maybe we could like something really easy to watch and easy watch to watch with. something that hopefully most everyone's already seen at least once or twice so we can kind of like give the commentary you know how watch along works we give commentary we say funny things maybe like how we personally connect to it type of thing yeah um that's what i'm wanting to do and so we've got a couple of uh, i know there's a couple of movies i want to do that with mm -hmm. uh, my goal is i'm trying to find something that we connect to like that but it's easily accessible like maybe netflix or disney plus or amazon prime something that we can easily find that we're, we're hoping that most everyone who's watching following along can also be able to yeah. pull those movies up and watch along as so, well what that means is we'll probably end up picking something from the mcu uh, probably Honestly. as uh, uh, here's the thing right off the right off the bat I am kind of leaning towards MCU. Yeah. Like whether we want to go and do like say Infinity War or Endgame, uh, because apparently we're both really knowledgeable about that one <laughs> more than others. But uh, I'm also Hi, my name is Chris and I approve that message. I'm also kind of leaning towards maybe let's let's do an entire MCU watch along. We'll just hit these movies every once in a while. I want, like intersperse other movies. Yeah. But let's start let's kick it off and go back and start with 
uh, Iron Man we're, just to begin with. We're going to jump on uh, Twitch and we're going to start doing like a 36-hour stream and we're just going to watch through the entire MCU in one straight through. No sleep, no no food, no bathroom breaks, nothing. We're just going to go for it. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. I'm just kidding, guys. That's not going to happen ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be tired as Hannah after that's over. <laughs> At least um, says daddy daycare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steel Magnolias, the witches. This is absolutely amazing. Ugh. Daddy daycare. I absolutely approve of everything that's happening in the chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the artist. <laughs> Wasn't that a silent movie? Yeah. And actually, I still haven't seen The Artist. I really, I've been wanting to watch that movie for years now. And for some reason, I just haven't. I don't know why. So we're just going to be sitting there the whole time like, what's going on? Why isn't anyone saying shh, anything? Shh, shh, quick, wait, wait, wait. Shh, shh, they're going to say something. Nope, just kidding. They're not saying anything. <laughs> or we're going to give our commentary like, oh, dang it. I was talking there in the one time I think they were too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's where I'm leaning is that we're probably going to – we'll probably kick this one off. Like I said, we'll probably start with the MCU. We're probably going to start – Ooh, that's a good suggestion actually. What? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Ah, uh, that's a good one too. That's a good. That's actually a really good suggestion. I actually really like that one, because that one, I believe, if I'm correct, that one's on uh, Disney Plus. But we can't do that now because Late to the Party isn't a ten dollar patron, so they can't decide the movie for us. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> a- a- again, again, right now, I know that's that that was a that's a perk of our patron is yeah. that you you're gonna have the voice to be able to to select the movie again. Right now, we've only got, like, what, three? Uh, I'm going to have to go back and recount because apparently numbers may have changed just as we're going live right now. But uh, I might need to go back and count how many patrons we have and just see how many voices we have that would actually be, like, voting and contributing to that. So, Wait, uh, which movie? What have you not seen, Alex? Have you not not seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because that's a – you got to fix that one. Yeah, that might be something we recommend for uh, Cinema Bias. However that goes. Can't do that. Um, Princess Bride, most quotable movie ever. Yeah, actually, I just watched that again not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Princess Bride's a good choice, too. I I could quote Princess Bride, like, all day, like, all afternoon. Good ideas are priceless. That is correct. They're they're right. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so that's that's what we want to do. Hop on the Patreon. Uh, Again, we are looking at filming this watch-along sometime within this next week. Um, uh, ideally Saturday, we'll see how that looks. We may may or may not be able to do that, but eh, ideally, yeah, we'll we'll let everybody know. We'll drop some knowledge on the social medias. Uh, Brandon Buckingham, I'm at ten dollar, and I suggest whatever late to the party says. I mean, very fair. Yeah, that that's very a good way fair. to go as well. Uh, looks like we're doing Steel Magnolias. So, what about that? <laughs> um. Anyways, jumping into our next segment, and this has actually become one of my favorite segments for us to do. Uh, what That's movies? because up until this point, you've always been the only one sharing something. I got something this week. That's, That's good. good. In fact, I'm going to let you go first. But what yes. movies over this, letting past, me do something. over this past week have you caught up on? Um, got two of them. One of them I'm sharing with you, so yeah. we'll, uh, we'll make that the transition. First one is Caught Up on the Gentleman. That is a recent release that – I say recent, but it means it's been over three months because theaters – um, but that's a. Uh, I always, always, almost want to say Guy Pierce. It's Guy Ritchie. I was uh, Guy Ritchie's latest movie. Uh, man, it's really hard for me to like break down what it was about. But for the most part, it was, it was definitely a very detailed journey with some with certain characters and. 
I, I don't want to say anything that gives away too much if people haven't seen it, but it's it's definitely revolving around, say, like the weed business, so to speak, in in Britain, in the UK. What, I don't know if Britain, you know, Britain's not part of the UK, whatever. Anyway, it's a weed business over in uh, the uh, British-sounding European. Let's, so let's take a minute here and let my brother explain all he knows about Brexit. That's it. Oh, okay. That was a good. That was a good minute. Um, we'll say that. We'll say that for the OnlyFans. I'm in America. It doesn't affect me. Um. Anyway, we got enough problems of our own. Anyway, uh, I thought it was actually a really good movie though because of the way it's set up and how how the story is told. It was, it's, it's essentially coming from a narrator pers- perspective, mm-hmm. but it's also it's twisty and turny and thing, things happen and I just I, I love movies that have twists and turns in them especially if it's like easy to keep track of I know some of those uh, especially this is one of those where they have like really thick accents kind of like uh, if, if you go back to like uh, train spotting train spotting the like the first time I know I watched that it was really hard keeping track of it just because the accent is so thick yeah and like they sound like the Nirvana song smells like Teen Spirit, where you just can't understand what he. Wa- yeah, you can't understand what he wants saying. And I know I'm like essentially quoting Weird Al on there. That's a Weird Al joke, but yeah, I mean, for sure, that's but definitely the level that we're. There's at. a reason he made that joke, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, this movie is it's got a pretty solid cast, and I think the honestly the standouts for me were uh, Hugh Grant. Uh, Charlie Hunnam and Colin Farrell, which again, those people who are familiar with the Schmodown and the personalities of the Schmodown will recognize that Colin Farrell's character, which he just goes by coach in the movie or mm-hmm. the coach, absolutely Tom Dagnino, a hundred percent fence dog, dresses like him, acts like him. I would say acts like him to a certain extent. He's probably he doesn't say as many insane things as Dagnino does, as that fits Dagnino's personality, but it's. He, he's not too far off, not too far off, especially when you see him like doing the putting up the four, and it's like yeah, he's talking about Roka. Nice. But anyway, uh, those three are the standouts for me. All three of his performance, I think, actually, like Char- Charlie Hunnam, this is this is probably the best thing I've seen him in. He, I think, he killed that role in this movie. Um, that being said, uh, you know, you also got Matthew McConaughey is in it. You have uh, Oh, crazy, stupid Asians! Um, um, come on, Schmodown. Yeah, I know who we're you're doing talking it live. About. I, I I know who you're talking about. Um, I, I just watched a simple favor, and he's in that. Late also. to the party's gonna get it before before you do. Um, jeez, yeah, I I, I know who you're talking about. It was uh, here it comes. They're gonna get it. It was uh, they're gonna get it. Be better than late to the party. <laughs> well, I'm also focused on the fact that there's the echo is back. Could have sworn I fixed this, but just want to make sure. If anyone else is hearing the echo besides uh, Brandon Buckingham, um, yeah, because it was Rachel's fiance. The ri- was the rich guy. Um, release the Adams echo cut. <laughs> Thanks, movie Penobi. Thanks, Steve. We, te- we tested this before the stream, and it was working fine. Yeah, it's because we hit live. Oh, missed the question. Cool, I got time. Um. Well, it's not fair if you can look it up. I have what? to. Uh, uh, Hen- Henry Goldman. Golding. Golding. Goldman. Goldman. If you and I were able to confer on that one, 
and you weren't having to deal with the fact that there's an echo right now, so you need to fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do what you always do. Got new software, plugged everything in, started it back up, no echoes, no issues. And apparently there's still an echo. There's an echo. Apparently OBS does not like it when you're live. Which is weird because we tested this with another live stream. And how far into this are we? We're 20 minutes. We have tested this beyond 20 minutes and there's been no echo. It just hates. It just hates. The, the I don't know hate. what it is. I don't, I don't know what else to Google search to find out what's causing that. We switched out microphones. We, yeah. Anyways, so y'all in the chat again, let me know if there's an echo and I'm just going to sit here and keep on drinking. We're just going to play that game tonight again, apparently. Or we just ditch your microphone and we go back to one one mic in the center again. Well, that's the other thing I want to uh, I want to double check. Is it my microphone? Were y'all hearing it from me? Or could it be from his microphone as well? I know typically it's been mine, but yeah. Um. Anyways, continuing on until we get an answer on that. Yeah. So, gentlemen, highly recommend it. Great movie. It was a lot of fun. Twists and turns. Really good. Mm -hmm. uh, Guy Ritchie, typically a little harder to uh, to to follow unless you're actually like straight up paying attention to what's going on because there's just so many characters who are and there's so much dialogue. You you just gotta pay attention. This one, pretty good. It wasn't that hard. I mean, it's is it a is pretty pretty simple follow. I liked it. So, um, the other one, let's uh, let's do. So it comes and goes, but you guys occasionally sound like you're in a bathroom. <laughs> I think we're using up all the all the USB. Yeah, ports. Yeah, we got all the USB ports going between for this. the between the two cameras and the and the mics. Mm -hmm. But hey, you know. Uh, so your other movie. Yeah, I was going to say, do we know for a fact that we're still echoing or not? Uh, I mean, I believe it sounds like. Oh. Chris is not as bad, but sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's going to sound weird. Especially I don't hear the... it. I don't hear it. Yeah, so it might be okay. Oh. Yeah, as soon as we figure out how this setup is going to work where I can actually attach headphones and we can do like a professional like podcast where we can actually hear the stream. So y'all are watching this live. Not only are we sitting here trying to talk about movies, but we're also figuring out how to be live streamers, streamer streaming 12 episodes in. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a learning experience for everyone. Everyone sees like the stuff oh, okay. that you may have to, we're good right now. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So the other movie we Time for a bigger USB hub. You, <laughs> you gotta, you are going to need a bigger USB hub <laughs> boat. Yeah. Anyway, so the other movie, the one that we both share, uh, this is a uh, this is actually a first time watch for both of us, and I, I will say that uh, because we wanted to catch up on it with some of the recent news that happened. Yeah, and that was uh, Mad Max Fury Road. We one we missed, uh, and a lar large part of that is because I'm just I at least for me, I'm disinterested in the Mad Max franchise. Mm -hmm. It's not my cup of tea necessarily, and so up until we watched it, I was like. Uh, you actually need to watch any of the other movies in order to understand what's happening in Fury Road. Because if that's the case, it's going to be a hard ask for me right now. Um, you don't. Mad Max Fury Road stands alone on its own. You don't have to watch any of the other ones to understand what's going on. You just at least have to have some knowledge of who Max is as a character, essentially. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's about it. That's all you really need to know is like, yeah. oh, Max is in there. Yeah, he, he pops in. He is a... 
pretty much a nomad traveler person who, you know, at, he pops into different stories. He's there. He's kind of the audience eyes into what's happening around him. And so that's that. Uh, the main star, and I know a lot of people have said this, and so that's something I had in mind going into the movie. Mm-hmm. It, the main star of the movie is Charlize Theron, is Furiosa. She is literally the pretty much the lead of the movie in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, whole story is uh, is based around her, what, what she's doing, what her role is in that society at that time, and what she is doing to... What what she what she's doing? How she what she? I don't know how to describe it. What, what her goals and what she's trying to obtain ish in sure. this movie. We'll go with that. Um, yeah, that it definitely seems like it's her front and center. Yeah. in this. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Come to play into our new story that we're gonna talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, caught up on Mad Max Fury Road. A uh, couple others I caught up on. Uh, what some of these were kind of surprising. I wish I had seen them before. Uh, the Bodyguard with uh, Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Fantastic movie. Some of it a little cliched, but otherwise fantastic movie. And uh, then I also caught up on the original uh, Rear Window. Uh, that was that was fantastic. The thing about that movie that I didn't know ahead of time, because I had seen that, like the uh, there was a made-for-TV made remake with Christopher Reeve, and then of course there was Disturbia, which is essentially a a remake of Rear Window. Right. Uh, Differences that was uh, Shia LaBeouf who's on House with Arrest. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, this original one. That's how I say his name, guys. This original one, it essentially the entire movie just takes place on a soundstage. And I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a more a full like neighborhood setup, but it actually is just like one square soundstage. And like most of the viewing comes from the window the entire time. So other, well, I mean, other than the shots of like inside the apartment and right. stuff, but uh, it, it's basically him looking out the window the entire time. Uh, that was, that was really good. Um, you have any more? Uh oh. Other than that, was uh, I finished. I finished catching up on all the original Star Trek movies. That's right. Yeah, that's I have now. One. I have now seen Star Trek: The Motion Picture all the way through Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. So he's ready for any uh, Star Trek trivia matches. Yeah. So when the Inner Geekdom Schmodown tournament starts, I'm gonna be able to answer some Star Trek questions. And that's true. Those are those are movies I also need to catch up on. Thing other movies I need to see. Like I really want to dive back into the Harry Potter series again because I've only seen those movies once all the way through. Uh, the one I do recommend out of all those, real quick, and it's funny because like when I when I heard what the movies were, all the individual movies were about, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been my pick, and that was uh, Voyage Home, the one dealing with the whales. whales. Um, well, just because dun, you're te- dun, 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 you're telling dun, me this dun, is a Star dun, Trek dun, dun, movie, well. okay? You're telling me this is a Star Trek movie, and it's involving humpback whales. I, I that just that doesn't sound like it's gonna be good were, at all. Were they were they land whales or are they space whales? They were water whales. Oh, I don't care about that. Star Wars has space whales. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Take that, Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, but it actually was really good. I really liked it. So, yeah. Uh, 
side note real quick on the on the uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Thought it was an okay movie. That was decent. Great action. Fantastic action. The fact mm-hmm. that all of it is practical was amazing. So I think that's the standout thing for that movie is that movie is is gorgeous. The way it's shot, the color palettes, the practical action in it. The fact that someone is playing a guitar that spits out a flamethrower for z- no reason whatsoever. It's just there because it looks cool. Yeah. Game. Awesome. Uh, speaking of looking cool, the cinematography on that movie is gorgeous exactly yeah like the the saturation the color palette everything it was just it properly nicely dialed in yeah so it's i mean you could pick out pretty much any scene and you could look at it and go that that scene is a work of art hang that scene up on a, on a wall somewhere yeah and pretty much any one of those shots in that movie so that was great i think we can honestly use that to kind of transition into the news stories though yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Is there a new story about Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah, sort of. There's actually, it looks like they're wanting to produce a prequel, kind of a spinoff, I guess. Is it really a spinoff, though, if uh, Charlize Theron is the main star? I don't know. They're wanting to do a uh, prequel, though, about Furiosa. So I think it is also looking at being directed by George Miller. I mean, that that would Which make sense. I mean, fit. he's a fantastic director. Look at yeah. his quality work like Babe 2, Pig in the City. Just absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he also did the original Mad Max movies. Yeah, for huh. sure. So he, this is his babies. This is his world. His babe. This is, this, these are his babies. This is his world. Um, That'll do, pig. Yeah. This is this is what he... Uh, this, this, he knows this. This is him to these, these Mad Max movies, these stories from the Mad Max world, is like George Lucas to Star Wars. It's, mm-hmm. it's his. So he, he he obviously cares a whole lot about that. So if he's sitting there saying, you know, we want to do a, we we liked the char- character of Furiosa. We think that there's a lot that we can still do with that character. We want to go ahead and do a whole prequel movie about her. As, again, going back to the fact that she was probably like the most intriguing character out of the entire movie. For sure. So let's expand on that. Yeah, and I think, I mean. Y- her character there's there's definitely room to do that i'm curious as to the direction they go with that because prior to the events of fury road it looked like she was just working for the bad guy and doing whatever the bad guy wants so does that mean you have a prequel movie that kind of ends on a sour note where she's like in captivity or being persuaded to do the bad things by the bad guy because eh but you know the well uh, and that's the thing and i I don't want to spoil fury road but we really don't see i'm pretty sure everybody else has seen it by now yeah it's five years old you really don't see too much how she actually interacts with immortan joe i mean the movie begins with him leading his people so to speak and she's already off driving off into the sunset type of thing yeah she's on her task and like we think every everything seems to be okay until she makes that left turn and then they're like wait something's wrong here yeah and then that's when you find out that she's messing things up so i mean up to that point she looks like a loyal subservient to immortan joe yeah so i'm really i'm really curious as to what do they do with her character in a prequel then leading up to i guess the events of that movie or do you do two prequels i mean what what do you what do you what stories do you do there 
uh, ha now having seen Fury Road, this does intrigue me. Because I think there is, from what we've seen of Furiosa, there's a lot to be explored about this character. And I think that you could do a lot of cool things. Now, what it sounds like is that Charlize Theron isn't going to be the lead. At least as of right now, depending on you know the age they want to set her at, mm -hmm. Charlize Theron isn't signed on or isn't going to sign on to play her. Now, granted, you could have a situation where they, you know, have a story that's set in the past and then they, you know, either bookend it or at the very end it's, okay, now we see her present time or whatever. And it is it is Charlize Theron portraying her in that little piece in the movie. But up until that point, I'm curious, like, who do you get to portray that role? Who plays young Charlize Theron? Very interesting thing. I just dropped that question out of nowhere. We didn't discuss this beforehand. I don't know. Who could play a young Charlize Theron? Back to you, Chris. I have no idea. Back to you, whoever. Yeah. That's a video Drew reference there. Yeah. I actually didn't mean that as a video Drew reference, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> that is still pretty funny. Uh, yeah, that's going to be kind of interesting to see where they take that because, again, we didn't know too much about her. She seems like an intriguing character. Yeah. Kind of interesting to see like where she came from in this world. And, you know, if <laughs> if they are able to get Charlize to do any any portion of this, I mean – she, if you don't trust Charlize Theron at this point, then why, why bother? Because she, she is probably like top tier. First of all, she's one of the top tier in just acting in general. Secondly, top tier in action. She has, she has nailed these action roles over these recent years. So, I mean, ideally, I'd like to see her play at least somewhat of a decent. All right, apparently we're being flagged down for something. That's new. You know what else? <laughs> that, come, on, that, come on, 2020, bring your worst. That's new. Hold on a second. Is that actually plugged in? Is that like the warning that like the battery's about to go out even though it's plugged in? So something like this wouldn't actually happen? Oh, I have no clue. Um, oh, now, now it's hitting the video. Uh I have no clue, but I think we've covered our uh, our bit on the on the Furiosa prequel. What what do you got? Uh, so the next thing that we saw uh, in regards to movies being spun off or remade uh, was uh, Luca Guadagnino. I can't say that without wanting to choke and cough still. Just for it to spontaneously happen, though. Um. So, Luca Guadagnino is looking at doing a remake of Scarface. I think we're good. And not the original Scarface. He wants to remake the Al Pacino Scarface. Ooh. Uh, and I believe that, like, I guess, what was it? Was it Michael B. Jordan is in talks to take over the, yeah. the Tony Montana role? That's an interesting one. That's an interesting choice. Like, all of these, I would say, <laughs> is interesting choice. Like, Luca Guadagnino doing this. So the original was Brian De Palma. It was a crime movie, mm -hmm. uh, and like it was a good, solid '80s crime movie. Right. It's one of my favorite movies. It's fantastic. I absolutely it's love iconic, it. Iconic, especially for Al Pacino. They say the f word like over four hundred times, and it's just amazing. He um, says, "Say hello to my little friend." Yeah, he says that as well. And then he shoots some people. He does shoot some people. Yep. 
and does some cocaine. There's and cocaine. All yeah, it's all, it's all the fun, good things that you all the all the wonderful that, things that you come to expect and that you dreamed about when you were a kid. Piles and 80s. piles of snow. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, gotta clear stuff up there. <clears throat> um, so push it to the limit. Yeah, we mark not for kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Luca Guadagnino is one. So Luca That's Guadagnino. A yeah. He was known for Call Me By Your Name mm -hmm. and also the Suspiria remake. Are and, you kidding me? Yeah. And apparently for uh, – that's <laughs> awesome. That's so funny. All right. I'm about to – What is it doing? I don't know. There's like a short in the cord, I think. Does it show like the battery level? Literally just got these lights. Yeah, no, battery's fine because there's no battery. Huh. We're doing it live. Amazing. Um, so, I mean, if you look, if you look at Cinefanatics Dance Club, yeah, seriously. You just sound like you're about to throw up a hairball. <laughs> yeah. <Please> stop. <laughs> um, if you look at his his previous films, they're 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 gorgeous. Like, Call Me By Your Name has, again, beautiful cinematography. It was very well done. Uh, Suspiria, up until the, the that big final scene, which was weird otherwise, gorgeous movie. Like, nice color, nice lighting, unlike ours. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it just, it's really pleasing to the eyes. That's not necessarily what I think Scarface was missing. I don't think Scarface was really like, oh, we need to add some vibrancy and some some exotic location. <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't know how well that's going to fit. So I don't know what Luca Guadagnino is actually going to bring to to this movie. But based off of Call Me By Your Name and Suspiria, I'm a fan. I Like, I'm eager to see what he could potentially be doing with wow. these movies. <laughs> dance party yeah so what's happening right now is i'm trying to put batteries in here while it's also plugged in so it's <coughs> a backup yep um yeah michael b jordan though so michael b jordan uh basically playing tony montana i don't know if they're going to change his character but just keep like essentially the storyline the same as a person who's seeking essentially the world uh just wants to make it big and coming up from nothing essentially uh i don't know if they're gonna just retool that for a new character that michael b jordan is gonna be playing or if for some reason he's gonna be a new tony montana so uh yeah I, i'm, I'm kind of interested uh jake is saying please never dance again yeah no my my dancing that i do is like pretty close to like chris farley uh doing the dance uh, uh in the chippendale sketch just yeah, that wasn't a dance. That was a movement. Calm down, Jake. Uh, so, oh, that was rough. You feel okay? Yeah. So I'd yeah, stretch for that one. In short, I don't know what to think of this, but I'm eager <laughs> to see what it could evolve yeah. into. I think the thing I'm most curious about is are they are they going to remake it? Not shot for shot, but are they going to remake it as it? The, like the Al Pacino one was, or are they going to do a new spin on it? I feel like they would have to do a new spin on it because I don't know. 
I, yeah, I just, I just, because if you're going to cast Michael B. Jordan and you're going to have a, a director like Luca Guadagnino, you're going to, you're going to have a different style. You're going to have a different tone, a different, maybe a different, even a different location and setting. Yeah, I doubt this is going to take place in Miami. I mean, yeah, I, you know, you, you, there's just a lot that could, that could change. I was like, <clears throat> I seriously doubt this is going to take place in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. There you go. Nail, Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's a, that's the most interesting thing here is if this all follows through and it it, it works like uh, like it's setting up right now, it's it's gonna be an interesting new take on that story. And here, overall opinion, I absolutely <laughs> love the original Suspiria. Uh, I, I I think it's a fantastic horror movie. Great use of like the cinematography, colors the ambiance, the, the, the thrills in that. The thrills and the spills. The thrills and the chills and the spills of blood. Mostly the spills. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love the original Suspiria. And I was kind of like, I don't know if I want this one to be remade because mm-hmm. horror remakes generally not so good. Psycho. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about that the other night. Yeah, so. we were. Um but I mean, there's a couple of them. Like I'm a diehard fan of uh, the original Evil Dead, and the 2013 remake was really good. It wasn't the same. They did a little, they did some different things with it, but it was still really good. Look, you talk about horror movies, and you look at me. I'm just going to agree with you. Oh, as you're you not should. gonna get proper validation from me. <laughs> Just nod your head and be like, yeah. Yeah, so, it was great. Fantastic. Uh, the remake of Suspiria, even though it was really weird, and sure. it, 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 it took it went in like a couple of weird different directions than the original. Still does. had the spills. Yes, it did have a lot of spills. <laughs> Definitely had the spills. But <laughs> it was a good remake. Yeah. I think sure. it was a worthy a worthy successor remake of the original. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I do have faith in Luca Guadagnino being able to do something yeah. like remaking a classic movie. Even though I would say the original Suspiria may not be as classic mainstream-wise as the original uh, not the original Scarface, but the the first remake of Scarface. Yeah. The one that everyone knows. Say hello to my little friend. Yes, we've covered that. Did I offend anybody with that accent? I hope so. Um <laughs> Because you can't do it right. Well, uh, I'd rather do it right now than when someday when we have a thousand people watching. Yeah, ten years in the future. I'm very optimistic. Um, so next piece of news beyond that, uh, actually, you know what? No, you take you take the next piece of news because you you looked up this story. You have more information on this story than I do. Am I doing the? Uh, so I'm not doing the scoob. Hey scoob. Yeah. Hey scoob. Yeah scoob. You want me to look at it? Oh, okay. Like Zoic scoob. Uh, apparently Scoob, uh, which was a, now a video on demand, uh, movie, much like in the same vein as Trolls World Tour. Can't say that. I don't know why, but, uh, it was also released video on demand. Nobody cares if you mess up the Trolls title, because who cares? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of people care because Trolls did very well and is causing a lot of controversy with, uh. Yeah. I believe AMC and was it Regal that was joining them? Yeah, Regal's joining them. Uh, yeah, and all that weird theater U- studio battle. Uh, so now we got a new player on the field, and that is Scoob, which comes courtesy of Warner Brothers. Hey, Scoob. Scoob, in its first weekend, which was this past weekend, 
uh, nice. Basically, has outperformed Trolls World Tour. Of now, I don't have solid numbers because let's be honest, this isn't charting with Dam, but. We would like this to be charting with Dan. Feel free to think of us as charting with Dan when we actually give you numbers. But that's that's way too much weight. Don't put that don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Uh, but it did outperform in sales. Now, part of that is, I believe I, I read this much earlier, so forgive me. It's been a whole day of work and stuff. But uh, like I'm very I, much interested I, I don't in, believe, in this. And I don't stuff. believe that. Uh, that Trolls World Tour was actually released on, I want to say it was iTunes. It wasn't made available for iTunes while Scoob was. I don't know if that was because they just didn't think of it or if it's a partnership deal, something like that. There was, There's a major, major outlet that Trolls was not put on that Scoob was, and yeah. that might have helped with some of the sales on that. Maybe. But almost all the streaming places that I well, saw over the weekend, they were all like, come watch Scoob. Watch I'll, Scoob. I'll tell you what, what we actually did, did We it. didn't watch Scoob. Not yet. I'll tell you <laughs> I'll tell you what actually did it, what what caused a uh, rise and spike in in uh, in the monies that it received is that Scoob did both rental and purchase. Yes. Uh, purchase was more than rental. It wasn't that much more than rental. I believe it was only about five bucks more than renting. But the fact of the matter is, is there were still options that were more expensive than what Trolls gave you. Now, the issue there is that you might have something like Trolls where, you know, some people might rent it and then, oh, yeah, the kids got to watch something again. So we're going to rent it again later. And then you, you're making 40 bucks off of that rather than just 20. Ooh. Whereas Scoob, you pay the one time twenty five, and boom, you got it. You're good. Kids want to watch it again. Well, cool. We'll put it on. It doesn't cost anything extra. So I think that's that's one thing you're seeing there is that and that's how that's that's how Scoob is actually changing this game, and it's it's something that uh, industry insiders and everybody was predicting was going to happen was, you know, you you see Scoob topping uh, trolls. <coughs> You see Scoob topping trolls in that uh Oh, you were saying something? Yeah. In in that they did put it up for sale. So Yeah. That's that's where the, the larger numbers are definitely gonna come from. And and I know one of the things I was reading was doing just a direct comparison in that both Trolls and Scooby Doo are a franchise. Now granted <laughs> Scooby Doo is the much more well established by like 40, 50, 60, I don't oh, know. Years. A, a lot of decades. Years. There. Uh, while Trolls, now here's the thing. The Trolls movie franchise has only been the extent of two movies that were, I would say, loosely because they don't look anything like the stupid dolls. They got the hair. That's they it. got the hair, but that's it. They don't look like the troll dolls Roughly from like the, like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I mean, I remember troll dolls like – and here's the thing. I, ha I s briefly saw the first movie, not enough to really, like, focus on it. Do they have the jewels in the belly button? I don't think they do. I I think – I wouldn't be able to answer that, and I don't want to find out the information to do so. I think they just got big hair in their voice by Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake, and they have fantastic songs apparently done by Justin Can't Timberlake. Can't stop the feeling. Yeah, apparently. So uh, Don't dance, dance, dance. Jake doesn't want you to. I will not dance, dance, dance. Um, but I don't want to. Yeah, so those movies are definitely geared for kids because I watched the Trolls World Tour sequel and I was or trailer and I was like, nope, <laughs> hard pass. This isn't for me. This is I am not the audience for this. And that was when we saw it in a the theater. 
You're right. You remember that? Remember seeing movies in a theater? <sighs> anyway, hopefully, maybe if it's safe enough, we get to do that next month. Not next month. That's June. July. Yeah. Hopefully, if it's safe enough, we get to do that in July. We'll see. No promises. But uh, Scoob does look interesting. I know there's Scoob's gotten a lot of not-so-great reviews so far, but it's got a lot of people and- also saying that it was it was a nice it was a fun time it did some fun things the, and I know one of the things I was really interested in is the fact that Scoob is also tying in a lot of other like the older Hanna Barbera characters from what like, I heard there's like three other properties that are tied into that movie interesting so I know like what we saw in the trailer you you definitely saw like Dick Dastardly Dynamut mm-hmm. uh, they definitely have they're they're in there they have they have to deal with this movie yeah um. So I'm kind of curious as to what else they might have grabbed. Like, does Yogi Bear pop up? No, I know I know who the third one is. I'm not going to say it because – Is it Snagglepuss? I'm Tell not, me a Snagglepuss. I'm literally not going to say it because it's... I just wanted to say Snagglepuss on our stream. I'm sure you did. Exit stage right even. Exit stage left. Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> or however he does that. Heavens um, to Murgatroyd. Yeah, so let us know in the chat who does the better Snagglepuss impression. Phrasing. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) exit stage right, even, uh, so quickly, quickly exit. Um, Yeah. So that being said, that's actually what sold me on that movie. First of all, that's the reason why I want to see that movie. Oh, because of the branching out. Yeah. Hannah Barbera. The first Scoob trailer came out and I was like, okay, cool. We're going to see another like origin story of the Scooby-Doo gang. Cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whatever. Mystery Inc. That's fine. And then the next trailer, they're like, oh, yeah, Dino Mutt is here. And uh, all these other properties are here. Because I think the first trailer touched upon Dick Dastardly. No. He it, wasn't even in the first trailer. Like, they they showed his name, like, on a screen, and you're like, wait, what? No, that was the second trailer. Like, Dick they Dastardly from, not, the, from they, the Wacky Racers is in this? They literally did not do anything universe expansive in the first one. It was just the Scooby-Doo gang. Interesting. And so that's why I was like, not interested. Then the second one, like, oh, yeah. Hanna Barbera Cinematic Universe animated. All right. Yeah, we just like jumped, jumped head first into this. I'll check it out. Let me know when uh, Huckleberry Hound and uh, Yogi and the Flintstones hey, and Jetsons. Boo, boo. Yeah, give me uh-huh. give me some Flintstones and Jetsons in that. So here's the thing. Quick diversion on this. Why do we not have a live action Jetsons movie? We've had two, maybe three. I lost count of how crappy the it's sequels got. It's been in got. development hell for ever. But like we've gotten like almost three Flintstones movies. I know the first one. The first one I would say is pretty decent. We but got I, a third one. I, I that's what I say. I want to say there was a third one we only made. Had two. We had like the original with uh, Goodman. Yeah, the original was Goodman. Yeah. Uh, and then, you and had, then there was the second one that had in it. You had Viva Rock Vegas. There was Viva Rod, Rock Vegas. I know it had Alan Cumming as the Great Kazoo and Stephen Baldwin as Barney. And Stephen Baldwin as Barney. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy who played Fred because I've seen him in so many other he's, things. He's been in Game of Thrones. Yes, he was in Game of Thrones. He was the butler in Chris Rock's Down to Earth. That was the one, the major one I remember him from. He was he was in uh, Knight's Tale. Yes, he was. Boom. Oh crap! What's his name? An a. Uh, someone in the chat, look up IMDb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or if uh, late to the party's still here, <laughs> <laughs> they missed the question again. Yeah. Um. So. Daddy. Yes. Uh, so, I mean... Brian Nussbaum says there's no third Flintstones film. Thank the Lord. Okay. Yeah, I could have <laughs> sworn someone, like, decided to make one, even though uh, Viva Rock Vegas was just... That was just complete horse Hannah. 
So, I mean, yeah. Why do anyway. we not have a live action Jetsons movie yet? I mean, yeah. we're in the future. We've had flying cars. We've seen Back to the Future too. They can make flying vehicles look cool. It's completely possible to have. They did that in Attack of the Clones. They do that in a most, lot of movies. Most Star Wars movies. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no. Yeah. So there's no reason why we shouldn't have had a, a Jetsons movie by now. You know, maybe, maybe this this uh, Hanna Barbera cinematic universe starts, and they're like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should make some of these live action also. Now I remember as not Scooby Doo. We've been down that road. Let's not do that again. I remember as a kid there was uh, the Jetsons meet the Flintstones, which was a fantastic cartoon. Yeah. There was also Jetsons the movie, also fantastic cartoon. That was back in the days when crossovers were like, oh, Batman has celebrities on it now. Well, like even, and that was another thing I was kind of hoping for Scoob since we're talking about oh, I'm bringing. Sorry, a, Scooby Doo has celebrities yeah. on it now. Yeah, yeah, and that since Scoob was bringing in like all these other characters, was so much fun. Could we get like? Could they do like a nice like 1966 Batman nod, like with do the Adam West, Burt Ward animated Batman characters from like say Super Friends type of thing? Sure. Or uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, which I know were popular. I just love that Don Knotts was in it. I was going to say, just bring back Don Knotts. I just want Don well, Knotts in something again. I, I, no, he uh, he passed away yeah. like years ago. You're not bringing back Don Knotts. But I love Don Knotts. I mean, it's been like decades since I've watched The Incredible Mr. Limpet. Andy. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. So, uh, oh, man. Well, that wasn't the worst. Now I'm just wanting a Don Knotts like, movie marathon. That That's going to be our first Patreon watch along with some Don Knotts movie. No, it's not. But... <laughs> The Incredible Mr. Limpet. I love The Incredible Mr. Limpet, where he turns into like a cartoon fish. Yeah, yeah. Was it the uh, the astronaut? What was that one? It was the. He, oh, he, he's scared of being an astronaut. The reluctant astronaut, or something like that. Something yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, the where you got the ghost and Mrs. Chicken. Yeah, the fun thing about this channel is you never know what rabbit trail we're going to end we're up We're going to bring up, like, oh, let's talk about Don Knotts. And That's some, what y'all are tuning in for, Don Knotts. And sometimes we're talking movie news, and we end up going down a Don Knotts rabbit trail. Here, I'll bring it back to more modern times. He was the TV repairman in Pleasantville. There we go. That was recent, as recent as 1998 can be. <laughs> Don Knotts wheel slice next season in the Schmodown. Seriously, I am game for a Don Knotts wheel Absolutely. slice. Absolutely. In fact, it. I want in. I will claim it right now. I want in on a Don Knotts exhibition match because I know that's just waiting to happen. And I'll claim it right now. I don't. You're like, I'm maybe going to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> My brother's in it, and I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but I have thoughts on Bat on sixty six Batman in the modern age. Yeah, it might be a little weird now. Uh, but anyway, that was so that's Scoob. Scoob's doing well. Uh, it could be carrying on the uh, the torch of changing the movie theater game forever. What trolls? It's gonna finish what Trolls World Tour started. So here's the thing with as well as Scoob has been performing. Mm -hmm. Um. This this is starting again, and this is kind of what trolls like really like started with this whole video on demand sh skip the theater thing. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, is <laughs> I'm trying to do a transition here. Oh, got it. Let me segue. Transit. Segue. Like Paul Blart Mark. Would you Markle. transit already? So it was announced that like other movies wanting to potentially possibly hasn't been solidified yet, but yeah. wanting to join this video on demand would be the the next SpongeBob movie. Okay. Which is what Sponge on the Loose or something like Sponge that. Sponge on the Run. Sponge on the Run. Yeah. Um, 
obviously not up to date on SpongeBob, but I mean, also not up to date. I just know the movie title of that movie. Um, and then also the third Bill and Ted, which may I point out, that means that for the foreseeable future, any movie with Keanu Reeves in it is just going to go straight to video on demand. <laughs> and I'm not, to. I'm not okay with this no. because I do want to see John Wick four in a Ooh, in a movie theater. They haven't even started filming John Wick four, have they? No, they're yeah. well, they're waiting for uh, Matrix four. Yeah. So Matrix so. Matrix Four has to be filmed first. Which it, I do believe it sounds like they're going to be moving back into production on that here pretty soon, but they're probably not going to do it in the U.S. Uh, possibly. They're going to go somewhere like maybe somewhere like Australia or New Zealand, where the uh, the current thing is under control over there. Or so. at least it's not as high and it's not yeah. as risky. Which filming over there? Hey, let's. Go ahead and bring some Americans over into your country where everything's under control. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> We're just going to completely screw this one up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but. So, Bill and Ted 3. Here's the I, thing. I've been eager for Bill and Ted 3 yeah. since Bogus Journey. So, for a very long time. For a very long time. I am, I am a big Bill and Ted fan. Yeah. There's no reason why that one can't be in the theaters. I understand. What? I've never seen a Bill and Ted movie in the theater. I I, I didn't watch them when I mean, they first came out. I, I get why why you would you would position the uh, the option of being able to put it on a VOD. I get it, but at the same time, like there's no reason why you also can't just wait and put that in the theater still. The yeah. the SpongeBob anything that's animated in four kids, I completely get and understand why you want to. Go ahead and throw that thing on VOD. Kids are stuck at home. They're yeah. losing their minds. They want to go to school. They actually want to go to school at this point. Well, now and now we're even moving into the United States summer vacation where yeah. the kids aren't going to school anyway. So the problem is now we have summer where, yeah, thing, things restrictions are being eased across the country, but some things are still on lockdown like big theme parks, zoos, all that kind of stuff. In which case, yeah, now you're going into summer and kids are still stuck at home parents can't take them anywhere you're gonna still need you're still gonna need those movies and things to keep them occupied so it makes sense for spongebob to move to vod i yeah why not go for it yeah and that's the thing i think if bill and ted actually do if that move if they do like they have a choice in it sure um if it does go to video on demand that as of right now that would be the first movie that's not like a child family friendly focused movie it's, it's not of. it's not going to be family focused like spongebob well, no. or trolls or that's, yeah yep, it's going to be the first movie kind of like outside of that realm outside of that bracket that's going to go to video on demand and if that goes somewhat let's completely bypass theaters first yes yeah if that goes that could be the gateway movie towards a lot of other movies that's a new precedent being set. Yeah. Set. Yeah. Like, like you said, I understand why the kids' movies are going straight to video yeah. on demand, but this is going to be the first time something hasn't. What is that going to set? I mean, I, I know all eyes are still sitting on uh, New Mutants. Is New Mutants going to just like, you know what, let's just stick it on video on demand and just be done with it? For that that specific one, that specific case, I say, yes, go ahead and do it. You've got Disney Plus or you've got Hulu if it's not Disney Plus material. Either way, just throw it on there. You're not – what are you losing at this point, honestly? Well, here's the thing, and this this is going back to, again, the performance of Scoob, the performance yeah. of Trolls. There's a lot of hype 
around New Mutants just because of how laughably it has been delayed. It should have come out like two years ago. Right? It, it, it's a running joke at this point. Yeah. I saw an article. They're not new anymore. Here's another one I'm going to go back to. mutants now. Yeah. Here's another one I'm <laughs> going to go back to because I thought this was a, a hilarious comparison. Is that, uh, and I think this was actually on Collider. I don't know if it was Tom Ryman that was doing this article. I, I, I could be wrong about that, so don't quote me exactly. Maybe. But um, that whoever was writing this article was comparing new mutants to uh, Guns N' Roses' Chinese democracy in that it's just been sitting there languishing for so long. The downside to it is when Chinese democracy was eventually released. First of all, I don't know if it really has anything to do with it or it's just coincidence, but Chinese democracy seemingly was released because Dr. Pepper got behind it. Dr. Pepper made a statement saying, hey, if you release Chinese democracy this year, we will give everyone in America a coupon for one free Dr. Pepper. And then they released Chinese democracy and Dr. Pepper's like, well, Hannah, I have no idea what to do about this now. So like it, seemingly, if you can get Dr. Pepper behind new mutants, yeah, that would be fantastic. Right. That, <laughs> because then we'll actually see it, and we'll have we'll all have a refreshing Dr. Pepper. But then you also got the cans that can have all the can, the new mutants on them. I the know, that cans. Would, yeah. So magic and Wolfsbane and yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, the downside to that though is when Chinese Democracy was eventually released. Woo. That was a terrible album. Oops, uh, that's <laughs> so, not a, that's not a promotion that you want to do anymore. So since we already know how Chinese democracy turns out, let's maybe compare it to something that has also been languishing that will never come out. Dr. Dre's Detox. <laughs> Did, that album has been in like production hell for like three I mean, decades music at this point. Development hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Hopping off of that news story, we'll move on to the next one here in a second. But before we do, AJ popped into the stream lab. So AJ says, Lord and Miller directed a six, or directing a 66 Batman remake with this cast. Ryan Reynolds as Batman, Tom Holland as Robin, Jack Black as Penguin, Neil Patrick Harris as Riddler, Antonio Banderas as Joker, and Aubrey Plaza as Catwoman. Here's the thing. Sold. Give it to me. I'd, I'll take it. I don't think I can see like any real flaws in any of this. It's that is the perfect cast for a campy. And then you got Lord and Miller. Give it to me. AJ won won the night with that one. Yeah. Uh, and then the one stipulation, which he didn't say, but I'm pretty sure he means, is that Antonio Banderas has to grow a mustache. Yeah. And then you have to paint over it, like Absolutely. like Caesar Romero did. Yeah. Uh, it's not so much that you are, that you are, uh, you're, you're having them portray the Batman characters. You're having them portray Adam West and that whole cast yeah. as the Batman characters. Yeah. But you're not, you're not saying that they're Adam West. That's not like a biopic. Oh, that means you got like Jack Black is ba- uh, uh, Jack Black is essentially acting like Burgess Meredith. Yeah. As the Penguin. Yeah. Uh, MPH, uh, Neil Patrick Harris as Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Oh, perfect. I could see this. Yeah. Antonio Banderas as Cesar Romero. Uh, there is so, nothing wrong with so this. So, question though is <laughs> Aubrey Plaza is channeling which of the three cat women? Yes. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was, uh, uh, Julie Newmar, uh, Lee Merriweather, or, uh, 
uh, Santa Baby, Eartha Kit. Yeah, I know. I, I mentioned Santa Baby, and we're in the middle of May. Sorry, I don't like uh, yeah my Christmas my Christmas uh, interfering with my summer. But yeah, but there's yeah there's absolutely nothing wrong with that with 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 that cast with that idea at all. In fact, I hope somebody stumbles upon this video, watches that part, hears AJ's idea, and goes. Yeah, we're jumping on that right now. Yeah, because that would be fantastic. That's something that, like, I really believe Ryan Reynolds could probably get behind oh, and yeah. just, like, start funding that. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that would be so good. Oh, there's why, AJ, that. why did you have to put that out there there's in the world? Like, nothing. just now I want that. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, the fact that that's probably never going to happen makes me really sad. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, like I'm, I'm slowly depressed now. Like, Thanks, AJ. Yeah, depressing us here. Appreciate it. Uh, AJ, once again, putting in the uh, super chat. Aubrey Plaza breaks fourth wall and knows she's in the movie. That's what I want. I want that movie to be so self-aware. That movie has to be absolutely self I mean, first of all, I think Lord and Miller work best with self-aware. Spider-Verse was self-aware. Yeah. Um, I think, the Lego movies. Yeah, the Lego movies absolutely were self-aware. Uh, <laughs> maybe Solo so- could have been self-aware. Maybe Solo could have been self-aware, which I don't know if that would have saved or helped that movie at all, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, would have probably would have still ended up a uh, steaming pile of Hannah. Um, Fantastic. So, yeah, I mean that's that's what uh, that's. I I just I don't want to do anything. I'm into the stream. I just want to watch that movie now. Yeah, seriously, like that. That's a bummer. Down note right there. Um, but we can't because we've got big news to talk about that could potentially be happening this week, and that is our main topic for the night. We're about an hour in. We're hitting that topic, and that is there's some meat on this topic. But I want to run through it because I want to also talk about Schmodown stuff too. Yeah, um, we may actually be getting the Snyder Cut finally, and all it took was a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the situation is right now is that uh, HBO Max is about to about to uh, be released. Be released, and they're going to want to put stuff on it. The idea is that everyone's been putting out there is like just put the snyder cut on hbo max it well, makes all the sense they're already putting justice league like they're yeah. all they're already like championing uh yeah. justice league as one of their major movies like hey subscribe to hbo max you can watch justice league which they've, they've cut that deal with dc i don't know if i'd do that but whatever well, sure <laughs> they've, they've cut that deal with dc uh i don't know if right now that is actually spelling the end of the of the dc streaming thing because i know you get comics and stuff through that as well yeah but either way uh, they've they've cut that deal with DC, so they're gonna be they're gonna be the streaming service to watch these big DC properties like that. Um, one of the big selling points, I mean, you're looking at a, at a world full of people who are clamoring to want to see Zack Snyder's original vision for what he wanted to do with with Justice League prior to having to exit that property. Uh, that is a huge selling selling point for your for your streaming service because people are gonna want to click on are gonna be like, okay, wait, I can I can watch that now. That's going to be released. That's going to be out there. Yeah, let me jump on HBO Max. Let me see that. I will. I will sign up for HBO Max to watch that. More than the original Justice League cut. Uh, the issue here is that that has been something on the internet for a couple years now. Ever since, ever since Justice League was released initially, mm-hmm. and WB has been very firm on we're not going to do that. That almost to the degree of where you would assume there's just no profit in it for us. Why would we go back, pour this much more money into it when the movie itself 
was only somewhat successful in its original run. Why would we put more money into it to produce a new cut when we don't trust that that's actually going to be successful? Sure, you may all see it once to check it out, but what what's in it for us? Why would we do that? So two things I would I would say right off the top of my head <clears throat> as an answer to that, and I wish we had like a direct line to like WB, but I mean. <laughs> The closest we've been is we've got 1.2 thousand subscribers. We're we're not that level yet. The closest we've been is seeing the water tower from outside the yeah. studio gates. Yeah, is that uh, one? You have the ability to go look up the uh, release the Snyder cut hashtag. How many times has that hashtag been retweeted or tweeted and just it's out there a lot. A lot. That's a massive hashtag right now, yep. and it's been a massive hashtag for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing I would look at is going back and looking at how much influence do fans have on actual movies. Uh, I know the the, the one we're gonna uh, we will talk about here in a second will be Sonic, but I want to go back a little bit further. I want to go back to Deadpool when yeah. the dead when yeah. that when that test footage of Deadpool was first leaked when ryan dropped it on i the love internet. air quotes by the way when ryan reynolds dropped it on the internet for everyone to say hey, uh, whoever dropped that uh ryan reynolds tim miller or uh sure. uh rhett reese and paul wernick yeah uh one of them more than likely dropped it supposedly never it will never be confirmed that's fine Allegedly. but either ways uh when that was released and the thrall of fans were like oh yeah give us that we want that now. And the studio went. And the studio's like, all right, okay, let's do it. Let's. That sounds good. Looks like it's gonna be a hit. Let's do it. Now, fast forward back to like just recently, what I was just. By the way, we at. have Deadpool two now. Yeah, we also have Deadpool two. Deadpool three is in the making. As soon as Disney figures out exactly how they want to tackle an R-rated Deadpool in the MCU. <gasps> yeah. Anyways, so fast forward now, we've got uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which is probably one of the biggest. Like, here's how fan and the general public can control a movie. They released the trailer, and the world was like, yeah, I'm going to go watch that Cats movie again. Meow. And they're like, nope, that that was just that was just awful. Yeah. That looked like complete bull Hannah. And that was, uh, I, I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, it's amazing that the fans have that kind of a power to get a movie to completely stop production. Mm-hmm. The director just immediately saying, you know what? We don't have that kind of control. We don't have the ability to release this. Let's just uh, almost scrap the entire thing. Go back and redo the special effects on Sonic. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, you're looking at a situation where you put out a nasty-looking Sonic and that movie fails. Yeah. I mean, because... How you, would have that you, movie have done if they released the original? It would have killed it. It would have killed that movie. You and you and I, we were going to go see it regardless. If the Sonic looked like trash, we were going to see it anyway. Uh, that being said, I did see Super Mario Brothers in the theater. So, yeah. so not eh. not everybody would do that. You'd have some people who are like, I love Sonic, and they look at that trailer and they're like, I don't want my memory of Sonic tarnished by this movie. I'm not going to be able to go see it. Then they redo Sonic. He looks like Sonic. He. He looks exactly like Sonic, and it's like, all right, this might work. All of a sudden, you've now, because you redid it, you've sold those people to go purchase a ticket. Uh, plus the whole the whole reaction. I mean, the, I mean, the conspiracy s- theories about it aside is how and why they did it. There's always conspiracy theories. The, yeah. the fact that they, they redesigned him, that is a marketing 
that's marketing gold. It's, it, that's going to sell your movie on its own right there. Oh, mm. let's go check this out. The work that they put into it. So you have the situation now, which is with Justice League, where you ha- you know what went down with the original Justice League. You know the tragedy that Zack Snyder was going through at that time and why he had to exit the project mm-hmm. and why Joss Whedon took over. And you know how it negatively affected the the film and what, what we got in the end. Now you have that as a selling point, especially with that hashtag that's been going around on the internet for years now of saying, come check this out. Here's the service that you can come, that you can come check this, this new version out on. And I mean, besides that, okay. So the other, the other side of it is it's gotten to a point with this hashtag that you have the stars of the movie. You have Ben Affleck and you have Gal Gadot and you have, you have uh, Jason Momoa. Even today, Even Jason, today, Jason Momoa released a video today just saying, release the Snyder Cut. Like, it was, it was just him basically cussing the whole time. Yeah. Release the effing Snyder Cut. You have Zack Snyder on Instagram showing you a picture of the reel that says Snyder Cut on it. Director's Cut, yeah. I mean, it, it, it exists. Like, it's real, guys. It's out here. Let WB know you want to see it because they're the only ones in control of it right now. Now, here's the thing. Another thing I want to compare this to is Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. Mm-hmm. So That's that was – basic idea. Yeah, that was released on video Blu-ray. I want to say it was around the time of Superman Returns, so 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, that – a lot of people have regarded, like, since that movie has come out, that that may actually be the superior Superman 2. Yeah. I, in the meantime, I'm a, I'm a huge Superman 2. Like, I love that as a kid. I'm a huge purist of the Richard Lester cut, unfortunately. But, How dare you? But there were things about that I liked. Like, Richard Lester added in that whole thing with uh, the attack on the Eiffel Tower by the terrorists at the beginning, uh, which actually involved uh, uh, Harry Potter's, uh, uh, like, step not stepfather, but his foster father, Dursley. Yeah. He was one of the terrorists in there. Go back and watch uh, Superman 2. He was one of the terrorists in there. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but, uh,. Like, a lot of the stuff that I really liked about Superman 2 was because of Richard Lester's vision of it. Sure. Once Richard Donner was let go from the project. And I was reading more in this because I knew we were going to talk about this today. I was reading more to it. Man, there's like a whole ordeal between uh, the Salkinds who produced the original Superman movies and Richard Donner. I don't want to go into the detail of it, but man, like, that's insane what happened with them. And it it was all about your loyalties. Who are you friends with? Yeah. And so they had Richard Lester came in and he finished up Superman 2 because Superman 2 and Superman were filming at the same time. Uh, But then to get production on the first Superman done, uh, they decided to stop production on Superman 2. And that's where Richard Lester came back in and filled in those gaps on Superman 2. I loved Richard Lester's Superman 2. That was what I grew up with. It very much enjoyed it. But Richard Donner's has gotten so much more acclaim over the years that it was the more superior cut. Now, 
yeah, I I wouldn't say like Joss Whedon really changed that much of Justice League. He we don't know. We haven't seen the Zack Snyder cut yet. Yeah, so we don't know exactly what the difference is. But apparently, there's enough of a difference for a Zack Snyder cut to exist. I mean, so go back and look at Snyder's movies. Go back and look at Whedon's movies. There's definitely a tonal tonal difference between. Oh movies. yeah. So. So what people are wanting is they're wanting to see that that Snyder flavor back in that movie and what his original vision was for the story also because what we got felt kind of uh, kind of cheap. But w- let's fast forward to today. Let's fast forward to the topic and why we're talking about this right now is that Snyder is about to do, I believe, a watch along of the original Man of Steel. I think it's tomorrow mm-hmm. is when he's going to do it. There's a lot of hype and a lot of rumor around what's going to happen during that watch long of Man of Steel. And what everyone is saying, what everyone's thinking is that WB finally has said, all right, let's do it. We'll yeah. go ahead and release it. Probably going to put it on HBO Max, which makes all the sense. Which is going to be huge for HBO Max. Yeah. That's going to be massive. Because here's the thing. Because of how hyped that release of Snyder Cut got on the internet, now you have all those different entertainment news sources who are... Okay. We are flashing still. Our LED lights are flickering like the bulbs are about to go out. It's. I'm in the middle of the topic. Can you chill? We're in the middle of talking, yo! Might have to switch out the batteries. Anyway. Again. Yeah, with the other pair. Because that one's fine. Anyway, so you have it where they are uh, they're looking at releasing it now here pretty soon. And that's that's the heavy rumor right now. It's not confirmed yet, but that's the direction it does look like it's going in. In which case, that's pretty huge news. Like uh, yeah, so like I was like I was saying before, I got distracted by this light that's still flashing. Um, it's it's at a point now where ma- these major media news outlets are going to start reporting on it, and mm-hmm. even your common folk who have no idea about release of Snyder Cut, who don't really care all that much, will start seeing it here pretty soon, and they're gonna be like, "Huh, it's, it has been a while since I've seen Justice League. I'll give this one a shot." In which case, now you have even common people who are, who weren't necessarily originally sold on HBO Max, now they're going to be. Dude, that's really, really yes. weird. Feel free to add on to the subject while I well, mess yeah. with this. So the other Don't thing. Don't this episode. Yeah. I'm trying to make like a technical free episode here, and nope. it, it's just not going to happen. Just it's maybe next week. Let's try it again next week. You know what? Um, That worked. Uh, so I know this. The other thing this came to my attention today in that. Uh, apparently Snyder released a, a tweet talking about this watch along of man of steel. And I, I was just, I was trying to find it just now. Um, so I couldn't find exactly what it was, but apparently one of these tweets has a very cryptic, uh, hashtag on it, uh, which is saying something like hashtag, uh, paused, not stopped. Uh, which, uh, for, yeah. from what I've read, a lot of like news outlets are saying, oh, they are going to continue with the Snyder Cut. They're not stopping it. They're going to continue it. And Maybe. I don't know. It's weird cryptic thing, rhetoric, that 
might have some existential something or another to it. We're all gonna come back as Superman. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly it. So yeah, everyone's gonna uh, gonna die of this this whole virus, and then we're all gonna come back as Superman. Thank you for fixing my light. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, you still look white and pasty as always. Anyway, I can't help that. <laughs> so uh, I got our father's genes. You got our mom's. So yes. Therefore, nice beard, soft features. They're literally hanging in my closet. What? Mom's jeans. Oh, haha! You should wear them again. Boo! Anyway, um, the other thing that could be happening, and what I've seen some people talk about, and it makes sense with that cryptic message: "Pause, not stopped," is Man of Steel two. Yeah, that's the other one. So uh, there's there's a lot of. I mean, the, the problem with that is now you've got a lot of hype and a lot of people going, "This has to be the Snyder cut. It has to be. That's what this is." That's what we're expecting, Snyder Cut. And then he's going to say, Man of Steel 2. Which, here's the thing. I do like Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I do. I would not mind seeing a sequel to Man of Steel. I think I would be completely okay with it. Especially if they take some of the flavor of Superman from Justice League, how he is now. Kind of, he's he's a little bit more fun and, and a little more campier. He's not as like dark and depressing as the original. I, I'm okay if with... If they do that, yeah. Uh, no, I'm okay with it on... The condition that no General Zod, which apparently he's dead, go figure. Yeah, he turned into uh, Doomsday, didn't he? Yeah. So no, no Doomsday either. Yeah. No Lex Luthor. Or if Lex Luthor's in it, he's a very small side character, and they completely recast him. Yeah, and, and he's not, not just the Eisenberg. Just the Eisenberg. <laughs> exactly. Bring, but I want bring to back see Michael Rosenbaum. I want to see someone. Who has not been in a Superman movie? Look at Spider-Man. Yeah, they've reused Green Goblin a couple of times over the years, but yeah. for the most part, the Spider-Man movies have been pretty good at like, like throwing in new villains in there. Yeah, we actually got Mysterio on the last movie. Go figure I, that we actually got Mysterio, and that's why that is probably my we, fa- one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. We can't I love get that a character. Superman movie that doesn't have General Zod or Lex Luthor in it. Brainiac. We, I want Brainiac. I want Metallo. I want Parasite. Yeah. I want Livewire. I want like these major, major Superman villains. I that want we haven't Mr. Mississippi. Oh, mix that spindlet. Yes. You can't say normal words, right? But I can say Mr. Mix that spindlet. He's one of my favorite characters. Anyway, now that one might actually be really silly, but I I'm don't. I'm 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 down to seeing that on film if, just because I'm I'm okay. I liked seeing Howie Mandel yeah. playing him in Lois and Clark from That's the '90s. So funny, yeah. If it were a situation where these movies were being made by Marvel, I would trust them to be able to do it. I don't trust DC right now to be able to pop out that character. And that's the problem. DC does not have a Kevin Feige. They have a board. They have a yeah. board of people that are sitting around deciding what's best, and they're not doing and what's best. That, that, so here's a rabbit trail. another side note. This is what a lot of these uh, studios and companies need who want to do cinematic universes. They're looking at Marvel's formula. They're going, Marvel's got a cinematic universe. Let's do that. Let's make cinematic universe. Go with cinematic cinematic universe. Um what they're missing is what makes the cinematic universe work, and that is the Kevin Feige. The one person who has the heart to control the whole thing. Why Why was – look, pre, your opinion of the prequel movies aside, it's all still part of Luke's plan. And that's the thing with Star Wars up until this point was George Lucas. I feel like we talked about this last week. Sure. 
George Lu- yeah, exactly. George Lucas was the Kevin Feige of his own universe, which yeah. made all the sense. It was his baby, if, his creation. If George Lucas did sequel movies, maybe they'd... Well, I mean, again, regardless of your opinions of the prequels aside, maybe they wouldn't be as... Please continue. ...maligned as, <laughs> as they are right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's could be someone's opinion. I'm not saying whether that's mine or not, but it uh, it's definitely someone's opinion. Yeah. Anyway, that's what these cinematic universes need. So you have a situation with Justice League. You have where the DCEU, if that's what we're calling it still, is is going. The fact that you don't – like that we started calling it DCEU and now no one knows what to call it, that is your problem right there. That you yeah. should have stuck. MCU has been MCU pretty much from the start. Yeah. And we don't know what to call the DC movies. Yeah, 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 I'll need to fix this. This is so. I think the biggest thing that DC needs to do at this point is we need to have go ahead and release that Snyder Cut, put it on HBO Max. That's gonna sell. It's gonna sell subscriptions. It is. Uh, go for a Man of Steel two. Do something with Man of Steel two. Do something with your Wonder Woman property, and yeah, even Aquaman. Aquaman has success. They they're gonna continue with that that character. Maybe maybe ditch Flash and Cyborg for the moment. Yeah, at this point, I think trying to reach out and do a Flash movie is going to be... Dish them for a second. Maybe maybe you have, you know, I, I don't know if they still want to use Ezra Miller or not. I don't know how that's how that's coming out or well, whatever. It's going to be 50 by the time they get around to making sure. the Flash movie. But do something within the Man of Steel 2 that kind of find a way to make it logically make sense to mix everything back up. You know, they were looking at Flashpoint and going to use Flashpoint to mix it up. You're already probably not getting Ben Affleck back as Batman again, so you're going to have to have a new Batman, and whether you pull the Robert Pattinson Batman into the universe, which they've said they don't want to do. Because that's not going to make sense. It may not make sense, but Batman becomes a time traveler. They go back in time, pull him through time, cool, got it. And as as much as I liked... Do something to mix it up and bring it all back cohesively. As much as I liked Joker, stop doing side projects. You focus on the the DCE, DCEU. Yeah. Focus on the DCEU and stay there. I, stay focused on the track. I want a DC universe like Marvel has a Marvel universe. Yes. I want to see these characters that we grew up loving through comics, through cartoons. I want to see them interact on the big screen in live action. And that was the thing with Marvel. That's why Marvel was great. When we got to the Avengers, we had earned oh, yeah. the Avengers. Exactly. I think we, like, we didn't earn Justice League. Man of Steel came out, then Batman versus Superman, then Justice League. We were on a sprint. There was a Wonder Woman in there somewhere. No, Wonder Woman was after. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Wonder nope. Woman was before Justice League, but after Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad was before Justice League. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Which, why? It doesn't matter. But, I mean, we we were running faster than the Flash and Superman having a race between themselves to find out who's the fastest person alive on Earth. Ha-ha. And you ran too fast. You just hit that that mile marker and you didn't look back. Right into a brick wall. And you you went ahead and did what you could without, like, stopping and asking if you should. And All so, right. therefore... Gold bloom. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Huh. <laughs> Life does find a way, and maybe it shouldn't. May uh, and may I know Jeff Goldblum? He's in the MCU. Yeah, that should be all you need to know right there. I haven't seen him in a DC movie. Yeah, at least in the DC universe. Regardless, um, 
so that's going to be interesting. Uh, definitely going to be popping something on social media somewhere should this all go down tomorrow. Because release the Snyder Cut is a huge deal. It is. And it's gotten bigger and bigger over the past couple of days. Therefore, that's why we decided, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's just talk about it. Um, I, I Here's the thing. I'm kind of, I feel like Zack Snyder's kind of his hit or miss. His Dawn of the Dead remake was good. Um, what's that, uh, man, I'm completely blanking right now. What's his movie with all, like, the warrior girls, the uh, warrior women? Punch. Sucker Punch. Yeah. Apparently, it looked good. This is the, why we'd make a good team. Yeah. Uh, it looked fantastic. The yeah. trailer was beautiful. Sure. Like, so he's, he's got great style to him. Yeah. 300? Great yeah, style. Yeah, very good, very good style. Which, actually, a lot of people say it's a good movie, too. Yeah. So, that's, that's neither here nor there. Sucker Punch? Sucker Punch is very, Not so much. very, uh, handed on. So, make it that what you will. Uh, so we got, uh, Matt, Matt and Caleb Graham. Has both a super chat and a streamweb. Super chat, uh, says idea for Batman. If they can get Ben to be telling the story from his past and have Pattinson acting as a younger Batfleck. Here's the thing. I, I do feel like you might have the ability to potentially pull Ben Affleck in, for something like that, where uh, essentially you're only going to see him sitting in like the chair at the back computer in the back cave going, I remember back when, yeah, back when I was younger. That's, That's my Batman Christian voice, Bale. by the way. That's my Christian voice. <laughs> Stay with me, Rachel. <laughs> I swear to God, swear to me. Anyways, uh, I, I could see him sitting there saying something like that as long as he doesn't have to put on the, the costume. I just, I don't, you're not going to. Unless they give him a solid payday and give him a really good uh, selling point on why he should come back, I don't think you see Ben Affleck anymore. They're going to have to narrative. If they're going to keep Gal Gadot, they're going to keep Henry Cavill. They're going to keep these people in there. You're going to have to find a narrative reason as to why Batman does not look and like And that's going to ruin it. But at the same time, here's the thing. A good writer could probably save it somehow. But, man, that's going to be a hard hard task. And here's the thing. Again, going back to the fact that there wasn't one person in charge of DC from the beginning, mm-hmm. that's your own dang fault. Because if you remember, yeah, Ben Affleck said after doing Daredevil in 2003, he's like, yeah, I'm not playing superheroes anymore. No more. Su- he hated playing Daredevil. He was like, no more tights, no more whatever spandex leather. Just yeah. no. And so you hired him to play Batman. And now he's like, eh, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Side note to literally everything that we're saying right now. I would like to point out, this is the first time our uh, one of our tagline episodes has a thumbs down. And you know why? Because we're talking about a DC property. You know, that figures. Every single video. Go back and look at our uh, our, our our videos. Anytime. Every single time we, we talk about a DC, especially if we say anything bad about it. The thumbs down are so much like they've got a they've got a fan base that is intense, for lack of a better word. Which I mean, I'm not saying I don't like DC. I absolutely love DC. Yeah. I love Batman, Superman, yeah. Wonder Woman. I love these characters. I just want to see the characters done right. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it, it. Um, it, Marvel has been done right. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I would say There's... Marvel Marvel has slipped on being able to produce a good, incredible Hulk. And now here's the thing. They have a good Hulk. They have a good Bruce Banner, but they're not going to mm-hmm. make a solo movie. I push back on that. Incredible Hulk was a good movie. It's, it was. It's underrated. It, it's underrated. I, but. I do like Mark Ruffalo more than... 
Yeah, I do wish that Mark Ruffalo played played him instead of Edward. I at, at I this want point. to see a Mark but. Ruffalo solo Hulk movie. Uh, but so Marvel has its flaws too. But the thing is, is unfortunately, again, like we're saying, DC just has a lot more flaws than Marvel does. Yeah. Mainly because DC does not Ooh. have a Kevin Feige. Yeah, all right. Let's get the let's get a second thumbs down now. Um, no, uh, now that we've officially gotten a thumbs down on a tagline video, I'd like to take a moment, real quick, just to state thank you for your support of the Cinefanatics. Yeah. By the way, for those of you who are watching that want to start a like a career on YouTube or anything, here's the first like dirty inside secret that we have learned: thumbs down count just as well as a thumbs up it helps us just the same it affects the algorithm exactly the same we have interactivity with an audience boom got him you are watching us and so, you are responding to our video so whoever thumbs down thank you for doing so you have helped us on youtube anyway uh we got matt and caleb graham on the stream labs also under little warrior mm -hmm. just pop it in and say hi yeah so so like to uh, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, highlight that, Matt Graham, and Little Warrior. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate you guys. Really, uh, really appreciate your support a whole lot. So thank you so much. Um, I think we're done with the Zack Snyder stuff. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I mean until uh, until the the Snyder cuts actually released. If if we'll see. What I happens. mean, we'll it, see what it, happens tomorrow. It's looking more. Why is tomorrow supposedly like the big day? Oh no, tomorrow's the live stream of the Man of Steel. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. is apparently when it's supposed. To, I mean, literally, people who are somewhat in the know, I guess, on Twitter are saying, "Hey, probably want to watch Zack Snyder's stream tomorrow." Just saying. Yeah. But that's there. Anyway, I want to move on to uh, some, of, some of that Schmodown stuff. This has been a big week for Schmodown. Real quick, as always. If you are watching us and you don't know what the movie trivia showdown is, if you know wrestling, wrestling has storylines where they have people that are against each other and stories all made Factions, up. Factions, rivalries. Action, whatever. It's like that. Explosives. No, not Instead explosives. of like big sweaty people like rumbling over each other in a ring, it's people sitting at a desk ask, answering movie questions. It's like, what wrestling are you watching? All of them. Oh, nice. So... Yeah, it's it's storylines mixed with movie trivia. It's fantastic. We highly recommend go check it's out the Schmodown Entertainment real, Network. Real competition mixed with theatrics. Yeah, essentially. Basically. Yeah. So keep that in mind as we dive into what we're about to talk about. We're going to talk about a lot of the theatrics. Yes. Um, getting to Schmodown. Also, guys, while while you're watching, while we're going into the Schmodown stuff, go ahead and get those questions ready. You can pop them in the Streamlabs, pop them in the super chat. Uh, just be prepared with any questions that you might have for us, anything we talked about today or anything you just want to know about us and our uh, movie stuff and really just us in general. Go ahead and get those questions ready because we will cover those once we're done with the Schmodown topics. Anyway, a lot of fun stuff with Schmodown. First of all, we got our final for right now studio match that was taped prior to the world falling to Hannah. Um, and that is – that was Real Rejects versus – the pride. the pride. Um, that was a good match. Yeah, it was. It was a great match. I love the real rejects. I do. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. Um, no. Uh, the great thing here is that we're seeing the rise of one rookie named Ben Goddard, and he's been doing fantastic. He's won every single match that he's been in so far. Yeah. Uh, exhibitions aside, any of them that he might have been in, we 
haven't watched any of the exhibitions yet. We're going to do some reactions to those soon. We just haven't been able to nail down a time to watch them quite yet. So those aside, I'm not speaking on those. But especially there's some of those that are going to be released on YouTube. So yeah. therefore, we're going to release our reaction to them like aligned mm-hmm. with that. But as they get released too. Um. Anyway, he's he's making a solid case for himself right now for rookie of the year. Oh, mainly because he's the only real rookie who's been playing he, as much as. <laughs> it, it, and that's true. He is he's the only rookie that's had this many matches at this point. Yeah. You know, your other contenders would be Barbarian and Parker. Both of them have only had one match so far. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we are going to move into the Inner Geekdom Tournament, in which I'll talk about that in a second, in which case some of that could change very quickly. But you look at the Pride, and right now, like as we've said before, this is Rachel Silvestrini's year as well. We believe that she's going to make a huge splash this year too. The two of them being teamed together so far is looking like one of the best decisions that Kate as a manager has made. And that's, I mean, that that is only beneficial for the Den because they're not that far behind in the rankings right now either. They're, yeah. I believe it's the Fensock Exchange and then the Den is like second place. Yeah. So they are, they are a, they're going to be a super team to watch out for, especially as they get more experience as a team. They continue going. The fact they're already winning right now as a new team is really good for them. Yeah, and I really, again, we mentioned this in the reaction, but I really like how Goddard seems to be complimenting mm-hmm. Rachel Silverstream. Absolutely, that she has had, she's had unfair, not unfair, but just it, it just really hasn't been good luck for her. She seems to have been. Uh, at least according to the storyline, the theatrics of it, she's been partnered with people just really do not compliment her very well as far as knowledge goes. Uh, some of them, it just might have just been like the bad luck in in realistic because, again, the competition answering questions is real. Who is she partnered with before? Uh, she's been partnered with a couple of people, and I, I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but I'm trying to move forward. Okay, but she's now partnered with Goddard, and this seems to be a very good partnership here. Yeah, right now, um, and so I'm enjoying it. She's doing very well. Goddard's doing very well, and I mean, even so, here's the thing: I I, I don't want to like. Oh, okay. I no, don't I, I, I don't want to say remember. anything like completely bad about uh real rejects. I just, I just I just hardcore blanked. I know who it is. Okay, okay. we're good. <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad about real rejects, but I mean, even, I don't either. I love those guys. E- even they, like, even though like this last match they didn't win, they you can tell they're still stepping up their game. Yeah. From it. Uh, yeah, so I I don't want to say that they weren't taking anything seriously before because that feels like a very negative shot against them. I think that you absolutely can be a team that comes into this game and just really likes doing it for the fun of doing it. In and fact, then, I feel like everybody everybody at the baseline should be playing this game because they just have fun doing it. And then at some point, something clicks in you, and you're like, I want to be competitive com- at this. This season, the competitive sports aspect of it with factions and teams, and now all of a sudden you are on a faction. Your your matches aren't just your record anymore. It's now you know, other people are, are going to suffer if you if you don't do well. I think that that has definitely gotten into their heads, and you you can see the you can see the fire in the real rejects for wanting to actually win matches now. Yeah, which I love that because you you're looking at them, you're looking at their fun, crazy theatrics that they do. They are they are our I don't want to say our new wild berries because real rejects have been a, around for 
uh, a while also. But they are they are effectively our our wild berry uh, replacement, so to speak, for the moment in time. Yeah, the only, which... they, they they stuck together. They are fun to watch. They they have great chemistry comedically. It's it's what you want from the wildberries you're getting from the real rejects at the moment. But they're also they are also committed to taking it seriously and winning matches. Yeah, which I mean, uh, first of all, the good thing that we didn't get drafted is because we more likely would have been split up, which I'm not for a big now, fan yeah. of. Yeah, uh, up until up until we see what happens with the draft this next year, which Christian has mentioned some stuff on. So there's there you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Anytime we can squeeze Dumb and Dumber references in, we'll do that. For sure. Uh, so, good match. Um, hey, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? No. Yeah, I'm not doing These it These microphones anyway. barely work as is. I'd have to do it from the kitchen. Yeah, that's agreed. Um, so, yeah, good match. I thought it was great. Um, it's unfortunate because that does leave Quirky Mercs right now kind of still far behind. And it's not because they're losing matches. I mean, yes, they lost this one. But it's because, due to the whole issue of this world and what we're going through right now, who knows when they can recover? The, the studio, because of the studio tapings, kind of falling behind, they unfortunately just haven't schedule-wise been given a lot of matches at this moment in time. And teams is not going to be a major thing of focus in the near future, just because it's just as too, it's too as, as we've discovered, as we've talked about and thought about, it's going to be really hard to do teams over like a Zoom meeting. Yeah. Now, granted, for us, would be okay because we're right here next to each other. Yes, you see that there's a black bar, but I mean, he's actually yeah. yeah. I can't stretch all the way. You can't stretch all the way. I mean, I probably can put my hand. Look, yeah. we're in the same location. Yeah. Okay. So. This was really I, stupid. Why are people watching I this? I don't know. I can't even stretch my arm that well. Get on our Patreon. Hashtag fun the nonsense. Um, so, I mean, we're in the same place. We could easily be, like, just in the one the one video. We can, like, confer. Hey. Yeah. So that I don't means... think Roy Rogers was in Inception. It's true. Uh, that means that as far as, like, a team's tournament goes. My mouse is dirty. We would be about the only team. I know real rejects could too, but yeah, between the two, we'd pretty much be about the only team that could actually be in a tournament and it it work out just fine. But I mean, that's fine if logistically the, it's just too difficult. The here's the thing, and I understand what Christian is doing. Yeah. In we want to just let's do a Star Wars and an inner geekdom tournament yep. right now. Yeah, we can't do studio matches. Buy some time. We can't do teams. Hopefully. By the time we get through these two tournaments, hopefully all this nonsense is over and we can get back to normal. Especially as, because I think the two tournaments are going to be running simultaneously for a little bit. One on Twitch, one on one on YouTube. YouTube. And maybe, hopefully, that'll be enough content to last us. Because I think right now California is actually locked down until August. Which, by the way, by Star Wars Celebration... That's probably not going to happen at this point. So, not that anyone's counting on it at this point, but yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that California is pretty much locked down, or at least at least the LA area is. I can't remember is locked down until August. So hopefully we're going to be getting enough content through the Schmodown to last until that point, and then maybe they can be able to pull in studio matches again for the rest of the year. Uh, so real quick, something I want to like just quick sidetrack on. We didn't mention it in the news articles, but I did see this today in that the Oscars may be postponed. That too. 
Um, I have a feeling that uh, what I read today was just like, yeah, we, we're not this, we're not giving you a reason why, but the Oscars more likely are going to get postponed. Also, this is a story in development. This may be something we will touch upon next week because we might have more information by next week. I hate like how limited my little box is here. I mean, okay. Anyway, uh, feel like a mine. Your just... box is limited, but so is our time. So. About the Schmodown, um, yeah, we're hoping that these these pieces of content will last us until they can at least get a decent amount of people back into the studio to start cranking through matches again yeah. to try to round out the rest of the year. Because, you know, our big events, uh, the Collision, the Free-For-All, unless Christian wants to somehow try to figure out a way to do the Free-For-All through, through Zoom, which he talked about, but I don't think is probably going to happen, you're, you're looking at a situation where— I think logistically it's doable— it maybe it's just not going to be fun to set up. But you're dealing with about forty people that are having to come in and out of uh, a Zoom call. It's just, and you want to, and you probably want to try to do that live still also, and do it like you were doing a throwdown essentially. Yeah, it's oof, oof. Uh, not jealous of Christian's position if he wants to try to do that because that's 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 a nightmare. I mean, they got Skybound. Skybound could probably figure it out, but regardless. Um, I think at this point, if there's a live event this year for the Schmodown, it's going to be spectacular if they even, if that even can happen at this point. I would say, I say at the very least, they're able to get back into studio matches and then the spectacular will just be like it has been in years past in the studio. Maybe they do it live, live event from the studio. I'm hoping, uh, this, this is what I think we're focused on is I'm hoping spectacular is still going to be a live event. Yeah. Probably held downtown LA like it was last year, and this is going to be the biggest event that Schmodown has ever if seen. If everything is safe and people can travel and all that, absolutely, and it's nobody. Feels, Everybody's going to go to it. Everybody feels safe being around a crowd and with a bunch of people again. Yeah, if all of that, if all the stars align for that, one of the best live events the Schmodown's seen mm-hmm. since the start of live events. Absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, here's the realization of it. We've got friends within the Schmodown. I want to see our friends again. Yeah. It's, was... it, it, it's not that I want to go to a Schmodown live event, which I do. Yeah, they're fun. They're I great. want to see my friends. It's the community aspect of it. Yeah. Because I was on that on that uh, that random live stream last night with C2A with Paul and Danny. I love Paul and Danny. And just being able to hang out with them just – it it did something. It did something for me. It mm-hmm. like filled a I've been without friends hole in my heart that I haven't been able to get because there's been no traveling to live events. There's been we haven't been able to hop on a plane and go to LA or, you know, Houston getting canceled. That all all of that. Uh that's what I want again. Will we get it this year? I, my hopes aren't high. My hopes are not high for this year. But I would also like to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, that being said, real quick, I want to move into some of the fire that's been going down with the Schmodown this week. Uh, there's online. been a whole lot of Hannah that's been split. Did you just wait? Did you just say there's a whole lot of Hannah? What? What is that? Yeah. So there, there's been a whole lot of Bull Hannah. I would say. Did you just say? I Bull- did not say Bull Hannah. Okay. So. <sighs> <sighs> That's how so, I see that joke. Anyway, 
supposed to go the other way around, but whatever. Yeah, mess that one up. Um, uh, it figures. It's late. Uh, so Brandon Hanna released a video. Brandon Hanna ran his mouth. Oh yeah. Brandon Hanna ran that mouth. Mm. Uh, he got traded over to the Drugs from the Den. Uh, apparently through the Den, he was not going to be put into the Inner Geekdom he, tournament. He wasn't, which and, is weird. And you have you have a situation where I understand Kate's positioning on that. Put Saul in because Saul's in New York. He's not going to be able to play any other way this year other than through a video call. So put Saul in the Inner Geekdom tournament. He wants to compete in the Inner Geekdom anyway. Goddard's on a roll right now. Goddard's on fire. Put mm-hmm. put Goddard in a tournament. You'll at least maybe get. Granted, he's going to be up against Parker, so he's going to be up against a wall there. You'll at least get one match out of him that you'll get some points from, possibly, depending on how he felt, fares against uh, Vevita. But Hannah Hannah is a proven is proven in the Argentum. He knows his stuff. He's got eighty percent accuracy, guys. Solid, solid low B. Anyway, he, uh, he, he's... I was happy with that in grade school, by the way. Yeah, I, if I had an 80, I was fine. In the Schmodown, though, that means he's got people that are still ahead of him, like Rachel Cushing, Kevin Smets, uh, Chandru. Ooh, let's not bring that one up. Chandru's ahead of, uh, ahead of uh, whatever his face is now. Anyway... So he's out here running his mouth about Kate and saying like, "Well, at least Burnett's giving me a shot, and that's fine. That's that's perfectly fine to do. You're on Burnett's faction now." But he's calling out everybody. He's he, not just calling out Kate. He even said some Hannah about the flirt and flouse. You don't say Hannah about the flirt and flouse. No, you I don't do not talk Hannah about the flirt and flouse. Y'all are catching what's happening here, but we're replacing a certain word with Hannah. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm full on explaining that joke to you. Anyway, you don't talk Hannah about the flirt and flouse. He's calling out Brett Sheridan. He's calling out Janine. He's calling out Ben and Drew. Wait, well, how do you call out Brett Sheridan? He's. That's part of the flirt and flouse call out. I know, I know what you're doing there, but he's calling out Brett Sheridan for the flirt and flouse character. Wait, what? You're an idiot. <laughs> what does Sheridan have to do with the flirt and flouse? Anyway, he's calling out a bunch of people that he doesn't need to be calling out right now. And he is running his mouth against the entire league. Like, I've, I've said this before. I want I want to see Brian Ward do, like, a Scott Pilgrim versus the World poster, only it's Brandon Hanna versus the World. I think that would yeah. be fantastic. But he is running his mouth so much that if he does not beat Saul, forget forget that. First of all, that's a that's an issue all on its own because yeah. Saul's Saul's running his mouth back against Hannah, kind of greatly, and he's but, doing it very well. He's doing it very well. Um, but if Hannah doesn't win the tournament at this point, based on how he's talking, woofa, yeah, that ain't looking good for his schmodown career. He's he's at least I'll put it this way: he's at least got to beat Mike Kalinowski in the tournament in order to redeem anything that he's saying right now potentially that's a hard hard and mike has some fire underneath him right now yeah that might be a hard climb to hit with that one yeah so much less if he can make it up against say parker or barbarian yeah now here's the thing here's the thing he was he was talking some very strong smelly hannah against a lot of a lot of people he didn't say anything bad about us and granted, I I still feel 
that he was very helpful in his uh, his information and in helping me out for my first match. Of course. But he called out our reactors in arms call to action. Who did absolutely nothing but help nurture him. They've been nothing but supportive of They've him. They've been extremely time. supportive and he called out call to action for not being supportive. Which is the dumbest Hannah I've ever heard. That is some dumb Hannah right there. How far can we drive this joke into the ground? There is no joke here. Yeah. We're not joking. I mean, there is a joke here. But the word has full-on been replaced by Hannah at this point. Uh, that is what much. Hannah's name means now. Yeah. So Especially you, when you call out C2A. You don't call out Call to Action, who's arguably the strongest non-affiliated with Schmodown, Schmodown-adjacent content out there right now. At this point, they are affiliated with Schmodown. They're not on the Schmodown channel, but they are about as much Schmodown as well, Rundown I mean, com- as compa- Comparing to the Rundown, which yeah. Rundown actually is Schmodown. They're all, the Rundown Absolutely. is on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. Absolutely. They are not officially affiliated with the Schmodown, but they are the strongest Schmodown-adjacent content. And that is an issue. That's going to be a problem. You're firing back at people who have been supportive of you this entire time. And we over here are supportive of call to action. And so if you are calling out call to action, you're basically calling us out too. I mean, like as, as Let's a, be honest about that. as a fellow reactor with Schmodown adjacent content. Yeah. I, 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 I kind That's of how support works. I kind of feel like I take offense to that as well. I absolutely do. Um, and here's the thing. We can explain our thoughts, feelings, and opinions in less than seven minutes. That was a very robust seven minutes. And you know who else can do that too? Uh, that would be, uh, Mr. Paul Denuzio from mm-hmm. Call to Action. That would also be, uh, Dang, hear about everybody else who said anything about Hannah. That would also like. be Alex Shawshet from Call to Action. Yeah. That would also be Saul who created his Twitter account just to respond to Hannah. And he did it in like two minutes and 11 about, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Two minutes, and 11 seconds. So he did more in two minutes, and 11 seconds than Brandon was able to do in seven minutes. Also, Saul didn't use a script. And honestly, at this no point, we're, we're just saying that Hannah's got a very, very steep mountain to climb if he wants to get out of this huge hole he but dug right for now, himself. Right now, I'm going to compare him climbing a steep mountain to that yodeler from uh, Price is Right. Price is Right. Yodeler, yeah. yodeler, yodeler, yodeler. Yeah. You overbid on that one. Yeah. You might have overbid on that, Hannah. Just a little bit. You overbid on that one, and you're going to come falling down. That's how this ends. And we're going to be right here to react to it. And whether it's Saul that does it, or Mike does it, or Alex Damon does it, or Parker or Barbarian do it, or literally anybody else who's in the tournament. Let's be honest about that. Whatever direction this is going. It's going to happen. And it's going to be so much fun to watch. That's 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 that. Although I I will call it out here right now, if uh, Chandru does it again, I'm gonna learn how to floss. I will do a floss dance if Chandru does it again. I mean, and that's, that's I don't know if that's possible given the bracket. And but Chandru's not a part of it because he still got some. He still he still got some number one contenders match. Mm. 
him and Smith are not part of the bracket because well, they have I guess to do I'm their not own learning how to floss, but whatever. Yeah, Changer's not in it. But uh, I don't think I don't honestly at this point I don't know if Brandon Hanna is ever going to see Chandru again. Let's be honest. That's that. Because 80% is, like we said, a low B. But, anyway, that's enough about Hannah. There's some other people firing off. Roxy and Winston were firing off against each other also. And those were some entertaining uh, Those were some entertaining back and forth. I don't have too too much to say about that other than I'm very impressed by Winston's uh, reference to Billy D. Williams' commercial for Colt 45. Yeah. That was hilarious. It was brilliant. I loved it. My light's flickering again. Yeah, those batteries are dying now too. Anyway, we're... We're about near the end of this anyway, so I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm just gonna pop them out and ride ride the rest of this train with just the plug. Anyways, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, let me see. We talked about Schmodown. Yeah. Uh, so questions. Do y'all have any questions? Do y'all have anything you want to ask of us? Sending them inquiries. Would you take the battery out? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, we'll just we'll just uh hopefully it doesn't just go straight out again yeah we're almost done here anyway so yeah anyway yeah guys send in some questions if you got stream labs you got regular super chats whatever you want to do just if you just want to send in a regular chat that's i do like how the how this is like a comedy of errors i really did think going into this that we had we had resolved the echoing mic and that like all technical everything was done nope Here's the thing. There's probably going to be technical issues next week, too. <laughs> I'm all game for it because here's the thing. Every week I find, I think I find a solution to it. We find that it's still happening. There's one little thing. I'm just chipping away at what could be the actual solution. To the mic? To everything. Any technical issues we have, we're just chipping away at what it could be. To be fair, that one's a new one. Yeah. And we'll have that one figured out probably by next week. Yeah, I'm just going to charge the batteries and leave them in. Oh. Honestly. Sounds good. Yeah. So, I mean, this is our 12th episode. We still have a lot of episodes to go. And I'm expecting by episode, like, 3,000, we'll probably have all this taken care of. I'm trying to debate whether or not I want to make it to episode 3,000. That's a lot of weeks right there. Well, we'll see. Um... Right now, we're just saying that this channel's in it for the long haul, so you might as well, uh, you might as well buckle down and, and get set. Yeah, we'll get thing, we'll get things set soon enough. Especially uh, if we can ever find ourselves into an actual studio space, which. So Tyler's asking, "How's quarantine lifting up on your end?" Here's the thing, like I haven't noticed much. Uh, well, no, it, it definitely. I'm I'm trying to <laughs> stay on top of. Like how Texas is compared to the other states. I know Georgia was the one like right out the gate. Immediately Georgia was like, open the state. Let's go. Yeah. And that governor's crazy. I think <laughs> our governor is probably the next crazy after that. Maybe. I um, I understand that. I don't really want to be political and things. Yeah. I'm not. I don't want to dive into pol politics either. I understand the human need for the economy to go back to where it needs to People be. People have to start making a living again. I get that. But at the same time, I, I don't feel like we're quite yet in the safe zone yeah. to be able to do that. And it really does come down to what's more important. Just open it up and hope for the best and bring back the economy 
or you gotta find the balance you gotta find where the balance it's is. it's a weird balance and unfortunately we have a channel where we're talking about movies yeah we we don't have a channel where we talk about infectious diseases and viruses or government economy which means to be clear we don't know hannah we don't yeah we don't know about about this subject at all so uh it is it, it is lifting a lot faster than i would say maybe either one of us in our opinion would like they're talking about here in a couple of days they're going to start opening bars again um i'm not i'm not rushing out to a bar i mean here's the thing i i wasn't i'm not one to go th- to bars that often anyway mm-hmm. i'd rather drink at home than go somewhere it's to do it much cheaper it's yeah it's much and you're cheaper. already at home it's much cheaper it's much more comfortable and you don't have to worry about driving if you run into a wall it's your own wall <laughs> it's well, fine our, our neighbors might have something you just to say lose about your that. safety deposit that's it yeah our, our neighbors the the complex might have something to say about that but uh here's the thing i went i got my hair cut i wore a mask mm-hmm. my stylist wore gloves and a mask no chance anything was going to happen there. Yeah, my stylist was actually uh, was seemingly very good and professional at how to how to buzz cut like around yeah around was, the mask. I was wondering how it was going to work too, and it was it was actually it, was, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. Well, not yeah, that, not that hard. Now, granted, the place I go is also a place that's very focused on like facial hair. Yeah, and she was saying that typically they do have. Oh, they have ways of like reeling this mess in, hmm. but unfortunately they can't do anything because I'm wearing a mask and you can't do anything if I'm wearing a mask. You, know, you got to take your hair of your own Wolverine look at this point. Yeah. So um, until this is all fully done, I have no idea what's going to happen with this. He just shaved his off. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I made the decision. If I get a haircut, I want to shave my face completely clean too, which I did. Um, Which is how you drop 10 years. Yeah. I went from looking like I was 30 to looking like I'm 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I can't go to bars. Yeah. But anyway, no. I'm, I'm interested how the bars are going to be because, like, as yeah, you get drunk, as you get drunker, like that social distancing thing. Here's the thing. If you've imbibed a lot of alcohol, or are no. you really keeping track of six feet? There's not really a whole lot of boundary lines when you're no. when you're not coherent. I'm, I'm imagining the people that are like now. It used to be like in a bar, you'd get drunk, you throw your arm around your buddy, you're like man, I love you, dude. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I love you, man. You're a good guy. Now it's like six well, feet away. What? You're like, hey, Wait, get off me. What are you doing? I don't know if I ever told you this. Peter. <laughs> hey. Hey, Peter. <laughs> but I love you, man. That's right. That's Joe from Family Guy. Yeah. Hey, so, Peter. This is going to be kind of funny. I did actually see an image of a bar in Germany where they were all forced to wear, like, beanie hats. And on the top of the beanie hats, they had those uh, swimming pool fun noodles that would stick out. Oh my and that's God. your that's that's how you determine your social distancing oh. is the fun noodles need to be just drink at home you don't have to do that <laughs> uh yeah that's so wild that's the thing as far as as far as the uh <clears throat> how's uh quarantine stuff lifting up on our end i honestly i 
I really haven't noticed a whole lot of anything at all this entire time. It's lifting, me personally. It's lifting a lot more. There's a couple of like smaller I'm, theaters. I'm talking about how I've seen it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm getting to that. There's a bunch of smaller theaters. There are restaurants that are open with social distancing in mind. Um, I would say for both of us, we're just not that eager to go out and do those yet. And that's why you're saying you haven't seen that I, because you, you haven't gone out to go do it. I am in a sense like I absolutely want to get back to a theater. I want to carry on like we were doing on the show before. Go see new movies, review them. Uh, honestly, trailer reactions. We don't get any trailer reactions because there's no new movies. Well, because no who knows do... who knows when they're going to yeah. do it and why spend the money on yeah. marketing? Nobody wants to do that. So I want to get back to how things were. Mm-hmm. I also want that balance of doing it safely, though. Yeah. And it remains to be seen as to whether or not Texas is doing it safely. I know that you get, and that's the other thing. And I, you know, to avoid going down this trail too deep, you have some people reporting that there's been an outbreak again in Texas. There's an outbreak, second wave. Then you have some people going, <coughs> no, there hasn't, there hasn't been anything yet. We're actually, we're, we're still good. We've also only just started opening up. So there's not enough data either way. And so like y- you do, you do wonder like, okay, who am I trusting here? I, I want to trust these guys. I want to trust these guys. I don't know who to trust. There's just a whole lot of people saying different things all over the place. Yeah. So as of right now, I haven't, we haven't noticed too, too much. I mean, leave leave aside that we haven't gone out and done anything that's been opening really anyway. But just in the day to day, because I do, I am at a grocery store pretty much every day. I'm doing grocery delivery right now, which has been so much fun. Um, Grocery stores seemingly have gotten better. Now, I know, like, our local grocery store in Texas, H-E-B, still has all their cashiers, like, behind the plexiglass fish tank. They're all wearing masks and stuff. Um, I know. Here's what's funny, and I didn't even tell you this. Um, my job, uh, again, I, I, I work for a cable company, so I'm one of the people that you, like, go pick up modems, cable boxes from, or swap out your modems with. Um, we're actually getting plexiglass now. They're actually going to put a plexiglass thing in front of us. Yeah, I'm like, now that we're starting to open everything up and this is starting to kind of, like, die down, now you're going to stick in the plexiglass. Which, fine. I'm okay with that. Honestly, I am. Mm -hmm. Because that keeps things dying down. That is a safety measure used to try to – you keep turning your mic off and on too much. Stop doing that. Yeah. That's what's doing it. Um. It, it keeps it, it keeps things safe. It keeps it dying down because that's the whole point. Is was the whole flattening the curve? Well, the idea is that you want to keep that curve flat. Yeah, you don't want it to spike back up. So yes, if things are dying down, continue having those safety measures in place. Here's the thing: I did grocery delivery the other day. Obviously, well, not obviously. So I should say the the local grocery store masks aren't required in the store anymore. Mm-hmm. They strongly encourage you to wear it. Please, please consider wearing a mask when you come to the store. But we're not going to tell you that you can't shop here if you're not wearing one. Just how it is. Uh, the the grocery delivery that I work for, I, I don't even know really if they say you, you don't have to. But uh, again, it's we strongly encourage you to do so. Pretty much everywhere in Central Texas right now, you're being told we strongly encourage. At the very least, you're strongly encouraged to continue doing so. Yeah. I do wear a mask while I do the grocery shopping delivery. I I just want 
first of all, for, for the purpose of shopping, I'm around people. Uh, I'm in the grocery store. Yes, continue wearing the mask. And because when I'm making the deliveries to people, I want them to also feel comfortable because they'll, they'll see me bringing the groceries up and, and putting them in front of their door. I'm wearing a mask. Okay, this this person is taking safety measures. More than like likely that. has not coughed and sneezed all over my food. No, and absolutely won't even if I'm not wearing a mask. That's just common courtesy. Yeah. Um, but I was doing a big shop the other day in which it was starting to get hard to breathe. And that's just a fact of the matter with those masks. It does get hard to breathe, especially when you're breathing your own CO2 back in your face. So there were moments where I had to stop for a moment. Turn, I turned away from the car and go <sighs> down at the floor because I'm about to pass out. Mm-hmm. And so I hate masks. I do. Yeah. I'm going to still wear them. And I'm going to have to just deal with maybe almost passing out every now and then. <laughs> I hate them. I'd really do it. It's, I don't want to wear them anymore. It's nothing quite like knowing that you are on the brink of death to let you know that you're alive. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the case. I hate them so much. That's what we're taking away from this. And I see, you know, yeah, and I see the people online. They're talking about, I want my liberty. No more masks. Like, yeah, we're you? not gonna dive into you that. You don't have to shop here. Yeah, that's fine. There's all that side of it. For sure. Uh, I'm still in the hey. Let's still wear them for now. I understand it's hard, like especially as someone who wears glasses, and I haven't done any tips or tricks yet to try to block the fogging from happening it's and also wearing the math the glasses like to do this a lot and it's just it's a hassle it is but it's a hassle that i'm still doing right now because i it's just a common courtesy like you want to keep that curve flat yeah it sucks the whole situation sucks though let's be honest about this this entire thing sucks yeah so do it anyway I know it sucks. It's gonna it's gonna stop sucking at some point though. This will be over at some point. So. That's that's where we're at. That's for the Cinefanatics take on uh, this whole quarantine. Issue. So, that's that's how uh, quarantine is lifting up on our end. Yep. Hate so, it, but it's happening. That is roughly gonna do it. I don't think we have any more questions. Thanks for tuning in to Cinefanatics. Yep. As we talk about quarantine and politics. Once again, guys, feel free to uh, jump on our Patreon. Hashtag fun the nonsense. Patreon's right there. Patreon.com slash son of fanatics. Uh, yes, go hashtag fun the nonsense. That will help us out greatly. Um, we are going to start those awards for the, uh, the the stuff that we're giving away for the tier level. Yeah. Again, that's going to be starting very soon. We will be doing a watch along. Again, we're guesstimating that this will be sometime within this next week yeah is what movie. we're focusing on we're also gonna try to figure out a time to do the schmodown watch along also the, Shmo- the schmodown play along which so that'll be so the thing on that one is that one i really want to encourage any of you guys who can tune into that live uh we what we do want to do that one live and play along with you in the chat as yeah. well so that's that's the whole because you know you guys tune in our channel you see our schmodown reactions and that's fine you're just watching us play along with the schmodown i'd like to Go back to old matches and play along with people in the chat. Yep. And kind of do a fun thing there. So Yeah. So we are looking at doing that. Uh, make sure you hop on the Patreon. Help us out. Join the tier. It's right for you. Um, also, make sure you like, comment, subscribe to this channel. Um, we're still building, even though there's not much movie content going on. We, we've got headlines. We've got some stuff to talk about. Every yeah, we've then. got stuff so. that we've been talking about every week. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're squeaking by. I feel like this has been entertaining. We're doing yeah. very well here. So We might have to make up headlines again here pretty soon. Yeah, we're going to have to make up <laughs> movie news also again. So, that was, that was a good time there. So, 
Uh, make sure you follow us, subscribe to our channel. It will help us out immensely, and we will very much appreciate that. Um, anything else? I feel like that's going to just I mean, about do it. Hit the social medias. You see our social medias down here below us. We got me, Chris Adams, MLP, him, Robert Adams, MLP, and we've got the Cinefanatics MLP, which is where the any general news for our channel is going to come from. So yeah. follow all of those uh, all those handles there and jump on the Facebook group. We got facebook.com slash groups slash Cinefanatics. Yeah, just tune into all the places that we're doing things and keep up with us and all the stuff that we're doing, which I'd like to start doing more, but we'll see. <laughs> yep. Anyways, that's going to do it for this week. Let's go ahead and hit that music and hit it there. There it is. Maybe. I oh. can't hear it. There it is. Did you now it's me? playing in the middle oh, of there's... whatever. Anyways, that's yeah. going to do it for this week. We Ooh. will see you all next week again, 9.30 p.m. Central Time. This is the Cinefanatics. This is the tagline. See y'all later. Peace. See ya.